Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live.
Hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. Hey. Okay, this is Mike's call on uh, September, oh my God, September the 7th, 2015. Can you believe that, Mike? Uh, kind of. Oh, I can't. Wow, where'd the time go? Okay, you and I are the only ones on the call. We have many on the chat. I'm sorry, I don't have, you have. Yeah, hopefully uh, people call in. Or ask questions on the board, can you please? Okay, face one says, I'll call in in a bit. The wife is using the phone. I would really like to just touch on success stories or avoid orders, but whatever falls, falls. Doesn't matter to me. And it's, again, it's Mike's call, so whatever happens, happens. Have you been, Mike? Uh, Pretty good. Yeah, nothing exciting, nothing good, nothing bad, really. I'm still trying to fight this eviction and I will let you know how I go down that road so who is it that claims they own the property now Wells Fargo. They claim that they own it, but they can't prove how they own it? Correct. That's correct. You're not hearing me? Who, me? Yes. Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, okay. Because you didn't answer back. All right. 
calling to saying to get to get the home off the property. Yeah, at this point, uh, not only is it another option, it's pretty damn funny. Okay, if you believe if you believe you own the house, that's fine. Take your frickin' house off my property. I'm gonna build a I'm gonna build a teepee. The house is in my way. Get rid of it for me. Right. I I just end up sending something to the uh, sheriff's department on that matter. I think it was like just three sentences. And actually, that would be the second letter. And basically, it just goes back to the first letter. Wells Fargo claims they own this property. Get it off my land. Well, the I think the first letter could be, this is just a thought anyways, the first letter could be, uh, how does Wells Fargo plan to remove the remove said house from my property? Right. Take perception. Correct. Just, just, just pretty much ask them, just ask them, well, how does Wells Fargo plan on getting their house off my property? Pretty Correct. much just ask them a silly question like that and get them thinking, holy crap, she's not going to do that, is she? Oh, yes, she Correct. is. All the, all the questions I asked, they were silly, Mike. You would, you would high-five me. But it, see, that's the thing. This last stuff makes me laugh my ass off now. But that's just such a... I wouldn't, I wouldn't use that as a first thing, but when they seem to be ignoring everything else and just doing what they want, not only is it another option, but I just find it so freaking funny. Uh, I don't know if he was telling me the truth or not, but uh, I worked with an older guy, and uh, he was telling me one time he threw a fit with the gas company and told them to uh, come and get their gas pipes out of his property. Hmm. All these gas lines you got run into my house. I'm not even using gas. Take your gas. Take your your pipes out of my out of my ground. They actually came with backhoes apparently and took their pipes out of his property. No kidding. I don't know if he was telling me the truth or not. I know that guy liked to tell some crazy stories, but sometimes he was telling the truth, and I don't know that one. I can believe it. Well, I stopped a smart meter from coming on here. Well, there's a bit of a success story then. And all I did is, is just, that was just written notices. That's all I was. But however, we got two more, two Illinois and Tennessee on the call. Hello, guys. And we also got more on the chat board. Hello, welcome. 
How you doing? Hey, who's that? Mike, this bingo law. What's that? Bingo law from Illinois. Hey, how's it going? I ain't talked to you in a while. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, it's been a while. I'm doing all right. How about you? All right, man. <laughs> I decided to come on tonight. Yeah, is everything all right with you and your situation, or? Yeah, uh, I'm, uh, well, on the 14th, I was supposed to, uh, go back down there and see about those with me, you, and Mark discussed on the license. On the, uh, DMV 16. But I've been so busy, Mike, I've been out of town. And I actually just got back, uh, Wednesday, last week. Hmm. And I know you yeah. sent me some information on, on how to write that letter, but uh, I can't pull it down off, off Skype. And uh, I don't, my laptop crashed on me. You had sent me some information we were talking about. Yeah, I don't really remember all the. Uh all the details of the case, um, we'd probably have to go over it and see what I can remember. Um, see if there's anything on my computer. I don't really remember all of what was going on. That was a while ago. But Yeah, I was wondering, can I give you a call, like, uh, later on this week to act also go over some with you on how to write a letter to... Uh, on that, uh, with the uh, prosecutor about my little situation that I have. Yeah. Yeah, I remember we had some kind of a plan. I kind of remember some of it, but we'd have to yeah. we'd have to talk about it so I remember the details a little better. But okay, I can, I can go over it with you then when uh. I'll give you a call. Yeah, um, Skype's probably the easiest, I guess, eh? Skype call? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Whenever it's good for you, let me know when, uh, when is a good time, and then I'll make sure I'm around. Okay, Mike. Your, 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 your account to the PayPal is the same, right? Yeah, the, uh, that PayPal donation button on my website still works, but I still haven't actually done anything with the website. But okay, because I know I want to hit that PayPal. And also, your why your audio is going to be downloaded? You know what I mean? After you had yourself, because I'll be trying. I was trying to go on there when I was in Tennessee, but your show is not downloaded. I know I got one. Your last one was like. Uh, Last week, I think. But it's like it's real quiet. It starts off in the beginning, like somebody said hello, and then throughout the recording, it wasn't saying anything, unless that was just my phone I was on. I don't know. There might have been a lot of dead air if there was nobody on the call. Because if nobody's on the call, I just wait till somebody calls in. But 
Um, I don't know. Usually I just call in, the call starts recording, and then when the call ends, TalkShoe uploads it automatically. Uh-huh. But for some, when I set up my, my TalkShoe, I set it up so the call would start when I phoned in. But it also, it only records when I call in, but I think it starts up a call every time somebody else phones in. And for some reason, people call my talk shoe at like Wednesday mornings and uh, Thursday nights, all kinds of crazy times, and it starts a talk shoe. So there's a whole (laughs) bunch of calls on my talk shoe page that are zero, 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 just because people calling in and times. Also, if Cheyenne is the one here to to help Mike to keep away from the dead air, Cheyenne that helps a lot. Yeah, Mike, I I had a quick question for you. Yeah. Oh, not for me. Mike, for, for Mike. Mike. Yeah. Yes. This Cheyenne. Yes. How how you doing, Cheyenne? I'm doing good. How are you? Okay. Hey, I, I just wanted to say, hey, you guys working together do an excellent job, and more people should tune in to you guys on Monday and especially donate from the, from the information and the advice just of what Mike gives alone. And, and Mike, I, I think that a lot of people should call in if they really didn't cause any harm, hurt, or wrong anybody, and let's just say if they did just make a a plea or a mistake and they didn't know back in the day not to make a plea, that, you know, it should be like a form just around that or a Skype, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, back down to donation, it's cominlaw.com, I believe, Mike, if that, if, if I'm correct. I think so, yeah. Donate to Mike. Come in law. C A L M I N L A W dot com. Okay. I'm only here to help Mike. That's nothing more, nothing less. Oh, yes, ma'am. So please donate to Mike. He's the one who is putting out all the time, energy. I'm just here to help him with his call. And if he oh, doesn't yeah. want me here, then he can tell me he doesn't want me here. Yes. I'm just trying to press through the questions so we don't have a long issues of questions or BS mm-hmm. with stories. I'm just trying to help Mike. That's what I'm trying to do. Yes. And, and also and learning. I'm and here to learn. Job. Thank you so much. Well, Mike, what what you think about that question? What you think about like helping people like that get off felonies and stuff like that? I'm talking if they really didn't hurt anybody. Now, if you went out and hurt somebody, then hey, you should deal with that. But if you didn't hurt nobody and you didn't know not to uh, plead guilty or anything like that, how how can we help people like that? Well, they're still going to have to study and learn all this stuff on their own, but um, yeah, it's basically all the same. If you made a mistake, uh, you realize that you're a man, not a legal person. 
you realize that there was no harm, loss, or injury. You realize that you've actually done no wrong. Uh, that no man or woman came forward to state that there's been harm, loss, or injury. There's no claim. No such thing as this plaintiff, United States of America. You just woke up one day, holy crap, that was all a bunch of, it was all a bunch of BS. Just say I was never under your jurisdiction in the first place. It was all just a big mistake. I didn't know what you guys were doing. And that, and that will go to the, uh, not not the person in the black robe, but to the woman who calls herself a state's attorney. Um, I'm not sure. I'm guessing you would have to probably put a lot of people on notice. Um, it would take me a while to figure out exactly who should get whatever letter or notice. And some of it's probably going to be in private first. And then some of it's probably going to have to be entered into the case file, the public notice, whatever. Um, hmm. Yeah, I guess it kind of depends on the situation. Yeah. But you have the right to challenge jurisdiction at any time. So even if you get convicted, you get sentenced to 15 years. Uh Uh, Even in year 12, year like 20 years after you've been out for a few years, whatever, you can always go back and correct a mistake and challenge jurisdiction at any time. Holy crap. Yeah, you guys had jurisdiction over a piece of paper. Meanwhile, I just spent 12, 15 years in prison. How does that work? Because jurisdiction only means control the body, right? Who controlling? Well, yeah. It has nothing to do with this. Yeah, control for whatever reason. Like if if you if you beg or apply to Walmart for a job, you're kind of under Walmart's jurisdiction while you're working for Walmart. Your eight-hour hmm. shift. Right. Um, but at any time, you can say to your manager, "No, I'm not doing that. I don't care. I quit." And you can leave at any time. You're no longer bound by Walmart's rules. You just got to right. say, okay, I'm done and leave. But even if Walmart's barking orders at you, they still have to compensate you. If your manager's telling you to move skids of paint every day, you're getting paid for all those orders. Move this skid over here. Move this one over here. Move this. Okay, okay, okay. I'll, I'll carry out your order right away. And you're getting compensated, even though you're, you are under their jurisdiction. But when you go home, Walmart's not your boss anymore. And it's just a matter of knowing what role you're playing. Are you the man? Are you the employee? Are you the motor vehicle operator? Are you the defendant? Which which character are you playing? Right. So if I was just going to the store for a pack of smokes, maybe I'm not operating under a driver's license. Maybe I'm not a motor vehicle operator. Maybe I'm just a man going from point A to point B. I'm just picking up butts. There's no man or woman on the planet that can prove that I was working for the government while I was on my way to the store to buy smokes. Mm -hmm. You can't 
prove I was operating under any license at that time. I wasn't working. Kind of like I wasn't working for Walmart. I wasn't a Boy Scout. I was just a guy going from here to there. And that and that's that's the letter you write to the to the cop first. The man acting as a cop. Well, I guess it would depend on the situation, but you might want to send a, a private man-to-man letter to the man acting as cop and uh, let him know that if you have caused him any harm, loss, or injury, you apologize. Please forgive me. Send me a bill, and I'll compensate you. Mm-hmm. Um, just in case there is a controversy with him. He's the only man or woman you remember interacting with in the beginning. Maybe he's the man claiming that you've caused harm, loss, or injury. Who knows? But you're just right away going through and showing that you're trying to settle. If you have done wrong, you're trying to correct it. Would it be too late for me to do that now? No, it's never too late. If you just realize that you didn't cause any harm, loss, or injury, you just realize that you've done no wrong, you just realize that you're a man, not a legal person, that they had no jurisdiction, that there is no plaintiff, that there's no verifiable claim, there's no man or woman with first-hand personal knowledge, that you just realize that it was all a big joke and you agreed to all of it because you didn't know any better. Oops. Now I see what's going on. There's been a big mistake. Sorry, guys. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to pretend I was a Boy Scout. I didn't know the Boy Scout rules. I didn't know I broke any rules. I wasn't a member. Right. I don't know. I don't know how I got tricked into playing your game, but yeah. Sorry. The rules don't apply to me. If there's any man claims I've done wrong, I'll fix them up. I'll pay them off, I'll buy them a new car, I'll fix their mailbox, whatever it takes. So I've actually done wrong. If I hurt somebody, destroyed their property, breached some kind of contract, oops, sorry, let me know who it is, I'll fix it. Other than that, I don't care if my grass is too long, I don't know, you, you don't like the color of my lawnmower, who cares? Okay, so I'll, I'll write him. Can I ask Not you? Who right. Can I ask who we are talking with? Mike. From. He, he doesn't um, want to give jurisdiction. I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry. What? What'd you say? I I just asked. Can we ask who I who who we are? Who might you speaking to? Oh, this is still Bingo Law from Illinois. Okay, so you were the the one that Mike started talking with, correct? Oh, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay, and have you listened to Carl Lentz's shows? Yeah, I listen to Carl. Okay. Uh, Mike, you want to do, I don't know if you want to do this, but do you want to do step by step from one step one, two, three, four, five for him? Well, I'm gonna I, have to. I don't. I don't know exactly how much he wants to say on the air, and 
I don't remember what I told him to do before or what the plan was. Right. I don't remember the details of his case, so we're kind of just going to do a Skype call and go over everything and then decide from there. But Okay, that's cool. Yep. That works. Yeah. And and my my question was just on the uh just hold like holding like a form just for people who 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 really didn't cause any harm, injury or loss or wrong to anybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. But but I can I can call Mike privately and get in touch with him. I think I still have your number, Mike. Uh yeah, if not, just send me a message on Skype and we can uh, we can do that again. I don't know how long the Skype history goes, so okay. sometimes you can only go back so far and then. Yep. Well, thank you, man. I don't, don't want to hold up the show from anybody else who may have questions. But if don't nobody else talk, I'll be more than happy to uh, charm in. Yeah, it doesn't matter to me. If anybody's got questions, go ahead. Yes, please. If anyone has, we have a, two more. Well, actually, one more. Two. No, actually, two on the phone. And Nathan is on the chat board. So if not... Then let these two gentlemen speak. Floor is yours. Yes. So, so Mike. Uh, so, there is no. Uh, what I'm trying to put this on man. No, no man. How much I to put this question? No statute of limitations. Yeah, no lack. that's what I'm trying to say, Mike. Thank you, man. <laughs> There's no statute of limitations on man. Huh? Nope. And a man so can correct you wrong twenty time. years ago, huh? And a man can correct a mistake at any time. Got you. I'm also taping this, Mike. The last time I didn't tape our conversation. There's, there's no statute of limitation on man. It, it's interesting, man, because some people don't know what books to get or study, and they'll get on there and, like, listen to Carl and write down everything Carl says, but they don't really know how to go back and, and, and identify nor research, you know what I mean, what's really happening out here. Yeah, most people, uh, first thing they think is, I, I don't know anything about the law. I better hire yeah. a lawyer. And, and that's the farthest from the truth. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, brother. Because if I'd have known that, man, I definitely wouldn't have got a counsel. She'd have just been a co-counsel just to inform me what words that they use, and that's it. 
Yeah, I don't even like to have a lawyer as co-counsel because one of my first notices that I'm an idiot in regard to legalese. So I don't want to go and hire an interpreter to interpret. Now I'm not an idiot anymore. Right. See, in the beginning, I didn't know that. That that word idiot is very important. Yep. And now I look back, now I know all this stuff. And I've written down all these notes and been studying. I'm just upset with myself that I didn't know that, you know what I mean, back in the day, a year ago. But but I think the creator brings you to certain points in your life where it, it's time for you to just sit down and and, and, and and be the student, and then at some point you got to come out to be the teacher, but also still being a student learning from everybody. Yeah. Yeah, it's just uh, passing around your knowledge and experience. And I, I hear Carl, you know, praising you a lot. Uh, I was listening to this, to one of his episodes tonight, where he was talking to this man about uh, compensation, being compensated, that no public servant can tell, give you orders without bearing just compensation. And there was a lot more that he was uh, talking about on there. And one thing Carl said was, uh, He's just a man, and at some point that, you know, the creator puts you through certain things, you know what I mean, to make you a stronger man. And maybe this is just one of them things, you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, guess yes. nine. It says only statues of limitation comes from a higher than a man. I don't even know what that means. It didn't really make sense to me. <laughs> Nothing's higher than a man. Nothing's higher than a man except God. Right. He's considering some of God's commandments, statutes, or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, creator. Just non wrote back, Creator. Well, yeah, I think that's one thing people got to get into their heads is uh, the fact that God created man and all men are yes. created equal. So just because a guy's in a uniform or a black robe doesn't mean he gets to go barking orders at everybody and it's all for free. If we're all equals, why is this guy the boss over everybody? It doesn't make sense. Right. Mm-hmm until we realize that we consented to all of it. By 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 showing up or, or taking on that role or that title of defendant? Um, well, I would say kind of by showing up and not saying anything. It's kind of like um, if I'm throwing a Halloween party and I invite you to my party, the rule is if you don't have a costume, you don't, you don't come in and then you just show up with no costume and then you're bitching that you didn't get let in. Well, Mm. you knew the rules. I I sent you the invitation. All the rules were there. You didn't read the rules. That's not my problem. 
Like, I invited you. I told you, bring a costume. You can't get in. I can't let you in and nobody else. Like, fair is fair. The rules are the rules. Had you read my letter with my invitation and wrote back to me saying, I'd love to show up at your Halloween party, but I'll be coming from a business meeting and I don't have time to change. Maybe I write back and say, yeah, no big deal. You'll, you'll be dressed up in a suit. It might be that simple. But if you show up without a costume, you're not getting in. That's that. You knew the rules. So if you agree to show up in their court, you better put your rules on paper before you go there. Like, I I will agree to show up at your court date on condition that a man or woman uh, bring forth a verifiable claim that I've caused harm, loss, or injury so I can compensate them in private. Right. There, that way, you've already been given written notice. It's right in the file. Everybody's seen it. I told you I'd show up if there was a man or woman here with a claim. And now I get here, there's no man or woman. That was pretty dishonorable. You made me show up, there's no man or woman with a claim. Okay, well, now you're going to pay. If you ever want me to show up again, you're going to pay for it because you already wasted my time. There's no man or woman here. So you guys can write to me, let me know when you got a man or woman with a claim, and I'll come back. But couldn't you do that prior? Yeah. If there's a man or a woman? That's what I'm saying. You don't just show up there. You show up there with your rules ahead of time. I'll show up on the condition that. All right. But it could be I'll show up on condition that you give me $500 in advance plus my gas plus my parking plus my lunch. Right. You can do that, Mike? Yeah, you can. It's he, it's they're just a corporation sending you an offer. They're right. offering that you appear to their event. So tell them I'll show up at your event if you pay. But what I'm just going to show up there for nothing? You're going to tell me to do something? You're going to say jump how high? No, you invite me to your party. I'll show up to your party, but you got to pay for me to get there. Right. Mm. I'll come to your party. You you get me a ride there and back. I'll be there. I'm not walking. Tell them it's going to take me three hours or five hours off of work. You want me to miss five hours of work? You're going to pay me five hours worth of work. not showing up for free. You guys are getting paid, not me. I'm going to lose money to show up because you barked an order at me. Gus did one for what What? What? What was it, Mike, uh, Twenty or 25000 in advance, he wanted to be paid for a summary? I don't really remember something like that. Wasn't it some kind of traffic case? Uh, I believe so, and they disappeared. Oh, you sent that in before he went in? Yes. <clears throat> because they, want, they did a... I guess they did... Mike, can you remember? I guess they did a summary judgment. Not a summary judgment. A summary for him to appear. Summons. On a, I guess. I guess it was a traffic. And he says, "Oh, uh, I will be more than willing to show up. You give. I think it was twenty twenty five thousand in advance, forty five days in advance, 
and I will show up. The ticket disappeared, and the court case disappeared. Wow. But it's all by consent. It's all offer and acceptance. Right. Yeah, conditional acceptance, yeah. Is that, would, would that be conditional acceptance or offer and acceptance? Yeah, you wouldn't have to call it conditional accept, acceptance, but that's pretty much what it is, offer, counteroffer. Yeah. No difference than you're haggling over the price of a car. He's, he's asking way too much for his car. You make him an offer. He thinks your offer's too low. He, he offers a little bit higher. You knock him down a tiny bit more. Just go back and mm-hmm. forth. Just counter-offer, counter-offer. Well, he got the case to disappear. Yeah, sometimes yeah. it does. Sometimes it doesn't. might take a little more work, but... I think he got the case to disappear because he was so high, don't you think, Mike? Well, no, I don't think that's what it was. I think if it's too high, they're going to ignore it because they know it's never going to work. You're never going to find a judge that will award you that anyway. Well, I, don't funny, know. I, think, I only think it was only twenty grand. But I don't think it was that. It was because the price was high. I think it was because they knew that he knew the law and that he was right. Okay. So I don't know if the the actual dollar amount had a whole lot to do with it, but Well wouldn't that be wouldn't that be liable? Liable? Who's gonna be liable for that? Who's gonna pay for him to yeah, gush but, to show up in court? But it what it doesn't matter if the bill was five dollars or five billion dollars. The point is, he knew the game. You guys want me to show up, you're going to pay me to go there. It, all right. The, the dollar amount, I don't think, was really all that significant. I think the bigger thing was that he knew the law. All right. And they would have to pay. Actually, I have exactly what he wrote. I have it here. I could find it. Oh, okay. I once gave a notice of twenty thousand apparent fee, payable four to five days in advance for the hearing. The other side bailed out. That's what he put. And that's what my sticky notes. And I don't know if that was on his call or your call, Mike. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think he's mentioned it more than once. I think you're right. Okay, caller, go ahead. I'm sorry, I did not want to interrupt. I'm sorry. Oh, no. How's that case going? Is is that case over with what he just had, Mike? Would Carl help him out? Oh, that was gone in like three weeks. 
Oh, okay. Because I know he was caught in a truck, right, with a his brother's truck and a gun was in there, something like that? I have no clue. What I I don't know. Oh, okay. His case his his case is up online. If you mm-hmm. want to look at it, yeah. I'm not going to repeat his case. That's your okay. you can you can go and look at it. Or if Mike wants to tell you about it, well, I, I'll look it up. Well, I go on Angela's uh, talk show, and it should be on there. Okay, we have anyone else who has a question? Michael is hungry for questions. You got, Mike, you got a lot on the chat, and you got a few in the call. Mike, are you there? Yeah. Okay, guest nine came back. Uh, then you sent a notice to Satan you require 25000 for hanging and accept the different number that doesn't, that make you a liar. I have no clue what that means. Neither. Janine says, doesn't it void early notice of, to appear for 25000 question mark. Wasn't it a conditional acceptance, question mark? No clue. Yeah, I don't know. It's a pain in the ass reading questions from the chat board because they don't always really make sense. I know. <laughs> I know. So I guess if no one else has a question, we got um, three people on the line. So no one has a question, then you guys, you two jets, gentlemen, keep talking. But bring up good stuff, please. We know everything, Cheyenne. We know everything until someone sends us something and then we panic. (laughs) I'm sorry, what? (laughs) I said we know everything until someone sends us something and then we panic. Then we realize we don't know nothing. So, Janine, do you have a question? I guess it has to do with your dog case. No, I I wrote I wrote um I wrote a letter. Um I've um that's where I that's why I'm late this morning. You know, I like three hours sleep and then the boys come up and they went, 
you know. So I had to take him to school and then I came home and um, what I did was I grabbed the letters and I went them. I went down and had them signed, all signed by a JP who witnessed all of them. I took what them do you around. Mean, whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean you had them signed by a JP? Well, just a witness, as a witness, that there was, there was, you know, so she could cite the letter and say, well, I've, I've seen that letter. It's a witness. I'm still, Mike, are you getting this? I'm yeah, not getting well, it. Yeah, what she's doing is she's just getting a public official to witness the letter. I, I, get, I understand that, but how is she getting the JP to witness it? Well, because one way of looking at it is the government's job is to secure and protect property of man. So as a public servant, as an extension of government, that man or woman who's acting as a justice of the peace is a public servant there to serve the public. So Janine required her public servant to witness a document. So oh, now shit. a member of the community happens to be a judge, a justice of the peace at times is willing to take the stand and say, oh yeah, Janine brought me this letter. I read it and I signed it. But well, what, it, it what, what, then, Stop, Janine. What is the difference between that and taking it to the mail office? The mail office, office is $4.95 per signature per page. I went down and saw Perry. Perry and I go to church together. You know, and Perry said, Dal, she said, if I do it, it will cost you $4.95 per page. So, I, um, because, you know, someone said it's always best to get two witness signatures. So I got one from a JP on each page and I took it down to Perry, who was at the post office. She said, go get another JP to sign it. I went to that another JP who just lives up around the corner and she said, oh my goodness, she said, you only need a J one JP signature. She said, you don't need anything else. And I went, oh, th thank you, that's okay, that's fine. So, you know, on good authority, um, uh, I was told it was always best to get to and that is okay because I will take it to Pastor Philip tomorrow and I will get him to, to, to sign it. <laughs> Oh, okay, Mike, I'm not understanding. What is the difference? If she would appear, we would take it to the post office to, and get it time stamped. Well, I don't think you need to go running around collecting a whole bunch of signatures on it. No. Um, you got a JP to sign the first or the second one, whatever, and the guy responded to it. Yep. So I would do everything exactly the same, but I wouldn't go running around to preachers and doctors and get a whole bunch of people to sign this document. Then you're just going to look ridiculous. Well, here, yeah. JP yeah. would not well, sign I'll, it. All right, well, the that only, is enough. The only thing that would, would help us here in the States was going to the post office. 
and get it time stamped. I don't know what you mean by that, but that makes no sense at all. Go into the post office and get a time stamped. So yes, Cheyenne, and a time stamp here for them to stamp it to say, here's the official stamp at the post office. That is $4.95 per page. No, it's no fee. Uh, well, well, it's it, it's very simple here. You're in America. I'm in Australia. And Cheyenne, I don't know why or who told you that you you a justice of the peace won't or can't sign it. Well, I, I don't ne- know. You know what, Mike? I never I, heard of that before. So that that's where I was questioning that. I never heard of that before. I was not cutting down Janine. I never no. heard about that before. All I but did was go, this is, this all I did was go to, and even though I understood, can we once speak at one time? All I know is we here on America, no, on you. the USA, you. okay, me, okay, me, go to the post office and get a time stamped. Therefore, the court accepts the paperwork. I never heard of going. I never heard of this, Janine. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, I um, yeah. And isn't it funny that if you know you can go to the post office and they'll just stamp it like it's an everyday thing. Um. If I go no, to the you post get a office, time stamp. Yeah, but if I you go... get that time kind of... stamper, that red little sticker. They're not a sticker, it's a, a red stamp. That's right. Over here, $4.95 per page, as Perry said at the post office. Darling, just go and see a JP. It will cost you nothing. I've never heard of that. Yeah. So you bring him out of your office, out of, out of his office? No, no. JP's here. They're justice of the peace, and they are. There's a lot of um, elderly people who are JPs here in Australia, um, and it just so happens that my partner's, my ex-partner's mother is a JP. So I just rung her up and sa- I said, you know, Daphne, can you can you stamp this letter? She, uh, are you at home? Are you available? Um, and she said, yeah, love, come around. I'm I'm at home. I'm available. Well, she, I've taken up her time. You know, um, I'll, I'll get her a, a thank you gift of a bottle of wine for that because I've I've taken her time. I mean, it's good to see her again because she's the, the they're the grandparents of my, of of our children. But when she's a JP, she is in her official capacity. So actually, what? Let's recoup. See, basically, basically what Janine's friend or family member is doing is acting as a notary public and just witnessing that that document exists at that particular time on this planet. So that this JP 
isn't saying I know everything in this document is true. All she's saying is Janine brought me this document and I read it and I know this document exists on this day. So basically you can take a document into the JP, which is small court, have it unsigned, sign it in front of the so-called judge. Correct? Yeah. I never heard of this before. Oh, my <laughs> Lord Jesus. It's just so awesome. All she's doing, all this JP is doing, is acting as a notary public or a commissioner for taking oaths or a lawyer or just anybody witnessing a legal or lawful document. Just that it exists. Yeah, she's just certifying. That's all she can do. She's saying, I, I can't verify. She said, I can only certify. At the post office, though, Perry said to me today, she said, at the post office, she said, once we do the stamp, she said, we can actually verify it. She said, that's why we have to be, that's why we have to be, um, she did say, she said, we, we are able to verify stuff. Right, that's where that's no, where so I get the stamp, timestamp yeah, with the but, post office. Yeah, but that costs it's four ninety five a page. But, well, so. it costs nothing here. Yeah, isn't that yeah? And over here, like a what do you call them? A process server, like three hundred dollars. Right. Well, Vital just just told me if I was served because I was telling him about a certain paperwork I got. He says, were you served? I said, no. Then I told him I got it in the mail. He says, well, then you were served. Mike, I yeah, want your opinion on that. You were served by mail. Yeah. Well, then why can't we serve them by mail? We do it all the time. Registered mail, certified mail. Well, yeah. then why do we have to buy, then why do we have to do a process server? You don't have to. It depends on what you're serving. It's a whole new case. See, yeah. that makes no no difference whatsoever that it's a new case. Oh, my God. Are you... Like, Cheyenne, in my case, in my case, he's actually, he's actually, um, in his letter, he's actually said that he has received both of my letters. So he's actually just, you know, just said, well, yeah, I've received them, you know, along with the bill. Get, but that, you, did you ever serve admit- that? Hold on, hold on. Did you ever serve no, him? I no, I just sent it. I just sent it ordinary mail. I just got the... Not I, certified? No, I just sent it ordinary mail. This one I am sending registered, so he actually has to sign for it, and there is a... There is a there'll be a tracking number. Okay, Mike, what is the difference between regular mail and certified mail, and green um, the green card that they have to sign for it? And also to also excuse me also to hire someone to service. Well. If I'm just sending a letter to somebody, 
I can send the letter by regular mail. Maybe they're going to respond. Maybe they won't. Then I can send a second letter, certified or registered. And I'm going to know for sure that they got it. And then I could send another one by um, process server and serve it upon them, have an actual professional process server serve them. Or I can hire my next door neighbor and they can personally hand serve it. But court documents, especially if you're filing a lawsuit, would never go regular mail. They would never go certified. They shouldn't go registered either. You should actually probably, if you're filing a lawsuit, have a, a process server serve it. Right. But Good tip. Good tip. I'm going to use that. If you are expecting the other side's going to answer you, no big deal. Then you could send it regular mail. They send one back regular mail. You send another one regular mail. And just be polite and go back and forth. But if you're sure the other side's going to ignore you, don't waste time. Send it, send it registered or certified. That way you know that you have proof they got it. Yeah, so like the first letter I sent, it was just, it was it was a letter, you know. Um, the second letter I sent, it was it was just a normal mail, but it was actually um, stamped by a JP. Okay, so that's when he, he must have went and seen a lawyer because he thought, wow, she's got a JP signature. So this one, I'm going to up the ante again by sending it registered mail. So it's it's stepping up each time. And it, it I, I never thought about doing it that way. This is the way it's just progressed. Yeah, just um it's funny, it doesn't really mean anything, but mm. I think just him seeing a justice of the peace stamp on there probably made him crap his pants and take it a little more seriously. I, I believe so, Mike. Absolutely. Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. He's like, wow, she actually got this signed by JP. She's not mucking around. I better yep. go see her lawyer. You know, yeah. Yep. So now, now it is. Now he's got not only got a sign for it, but it's also signed, it's stamped and signed by JP. So it's just putting more pressure on him as we're going along. Yeah. You know, so so that's like, look, you pay it or it's caught. I'm not going to muck around any longer, you know. And I, a stupid letter about being nice and everything, you know. Thank goodness I was smacked in the head early this morning, I tell you. <laughs> I love it. Love it when somebody smacks me in the head and goes, wake up to your friggin' self. Get with the program. It's common law. You go hard on common law or you go home. 
love it. Love it. I love it. Because I'm like, I'm half in a dreamland. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I've just woken up. Somebody's just whacked me with a flobby tooth. <laughs> yeah, the way I see it, his dog bit your dog. Everybody knows it. You have a witness. You have a bill. You sent them the bill. Now all that's left is for him to pay the bill. If he can't do that, then oh well. Like this case doesn't involve anything other than that. His property caused damage to your property. Here's the bill. Hey, Vital. Oh, Vital. Hi, Vital. 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 Thanks, Mike, for helping out, Janine. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, uh, I just don't see the point in, um, in adding anything confusing into it because, um, like, her first two letters could have used a little bit of work on the wording, but it got the point across. But she kept it very short and very simple. It's just a matter of, his property caused damage to her property and here's the bill how much it costs to get it fixed you pay it and there's witnesses that actually saw his dogs go on her driveway and attack her dog she saw she didn't see the dogs come on her property but she saw their dogs on her property attacking her dog so he's got no way of denying that his dogs were the ones that did it. He can't call the vet a liar because that's the vet's bill. And he can't say that he's not liable for his property. He's pretty much locked in as tight as you can get. So I don't see any point in arguing any other facts. But did the witness put that in an, and I, I don't want to say affidavit, but did the, whoever witnessed that, did they end up getting that written down? Well, that's not What's necessary, that right? That's so not necessary witness- right away. But before no. court, that would be all done. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I've got number three, Galvani. He said, "You come up to me any time. Get a statement because he saw it." I got number seven. They said, "Come up any time. We saw it." And and number um, and number seventeen, okay. And because he those dogs also attacked the the property at number seventeen while I was at the vets. So you know that, that's three attacks, three dog attacks on three different dogs, all by those two dogs. So they do bite. You you have to get all that down in writing. Yeah, I I will, but I I you but know these people like, will end up changing their minds. I agree no. it's probably a good idea to get that done soon, especially, oh, okay. while, especially right. while it's fresh in their mind. 
and just right. after they, and just after they said that they would do it, so I would probably get them to do it as soon as possible. But just remember that that's completely separate from the bill. Correct. Right now, all you're concerned about is they got the bill, they haven't paid the bill. So you just lock onto that and do not let go. Where's the money for the bill? Yep. I asked her to get that a month ago. What's that? Your one witness. The one who's seen the whole attack. Yeah, but she two months ago. But she didn't need that right away anyway. She was dealing man-to-man in the private with this other guy. It, Mike, it didn't matter. She still needed that while it was fresh in the neighbor's mind <laughs> and while he wouldn't turn around and change his mind. Well, I think there's several witnesses, and I don't think they're going to forget or change their mind. But, yeah, she should well, do it right away. We know how that goes, Mike. But now she's got a handle on this guy in the bill situation. She's got him locked inside the little box. The guy doesn't really have any wiggle room at all right now. So now she that she's got needs, that. No, no. no, she, still need, no. she still needs to get those people in a handwriting document. Now that she has a handle on the important situation that's at hand, now she has time to go back and do everything else, gather the research, or uh, gather the exhibits and the evidence. But first oh, of all, to, first of all, she had to make sure she handled dealing with her brother in the private properly. Neighbor. See, the thing with the thing is, Janine is actually taking little bites. She's doing baby steps. And she's doing everything properly. And it's paying off because her case is very tight now. It's very small, very plain, very compact. So I would I would I, still I grab no the witnesses ASAP. Sorry. I have no I have absolutely no problem with the way she's handled this so far. I think she's done an amazing job and it's very, very streamlined. Everything she's done has been pretty good so far. And it's working I would, beautifully. I would still go back and get, in a, get the witnesses. And also, she needs to sing. So. <laughs> she has to get the witnesses, Mike. Yes, yeah, she has them. Don't worry. Before they change their mind. You know how that goes. Lisa's no, on paper. Yeah, no, no, it's it's it, it's a done deal. No, I yeah, no, it it will happen. Yeah, after after Janine's dog got attacked, the same day, while Janine was at the vet, their dogs attacked somebody else across the street mm-hmm. from them. So these people aren't just gonna forget overnight. These people are pissed. And you know, and the 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 people at number seven that saw the whole lot because they were sitting on the steps and they saw the attack on my two, um, both my property. 
um, they're the ones who told me. They said, oh, and after you'd left, there was they they attacked another. They they attacked um, something at seventeen, and they said, but we don't know whether it was a child or a dog. They couldn't even tell me, but they but they were aware that it attacked down the road. These two, the same two dogs. I wonder if they don't train these dogs to uh, go in they a. They do. Um... They do. That's what the guy said to me when I spoke when I went to talk to him about it. Oh, the exact my God, words no. were: Pomeranians have been fighting for years. It's a bit of sport. Get over it. That was his exact wording, word for word. Oh please, Lord Jesus. Okay, so the thing is, is that having his gates wide open, okay, and he never made any attempt to close them, actually I would presume, and I'm sure other neighbours would also presume that he has done this on purpose so his dogs can play a bit of sport. Yeah, exactly. Be told. That you got, you got, you got, I'm sorry, but you got you got to follow. Now I'm getting pissed. Oh, you got to follow him around, and and find out where they're where they're doing the dog fighting at, and turn them in. This is BS. I uh, think how many dogs are they hurting? I think Janine should focus with her own matter. Mm-hmm. But I'm sorry, she she needs to do both. At the same time. She can drop little hints on the neighbors of things they can do. And she can, because Janine yeah. know, knows better. Well, I actually, yeah, I actually went to Leanne the other day. She needs to find out the dog ring. Where, Where is the dog ring at? You can't do it. Now you're just making up a whole like, bunch of ridiculous nonsense. No. Now all of a sudden they're pit fighting and they got a secret club and now you're just going off into La La Land. It's all ridiculous. No, no, that's not like what she can do now because she knows better. She can let the neighbors know about all these other things that they can do, like they can call animal control, they can report things to the to the city hall, they Correct. can sign petitions if they want, they can ostracize the bad neighbor. They can call their local politicians. They can do all that other stuff, but she doesn't have to. She can let the citizens and the residents complain like citizens and residents. Right. So and I can see, take, I, 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 I can wouldn't take do that. Statements. And I have not done that in the past. And I no. had my friends. They would go and find the dog fighting rings, and they would go and get the pits. Because normally it was always the pits, and they would well, get the bait dogs. Yeah, I let other That's people. That's exactly do right. The certain breeds. That's what I was saying before. The, I believe the only reason that those two uh, ones a pit bull cross or pit bull, the other one is uh, a Staffordshire bull terrier, more or less. The only reason they let go of my property is because my other two big properties run towards them, created a diversion, and it's the only thing that saved her. Otherwise, they would have ripped her to bits. See, this is all speculation, and it's all irrelevant. Yeah, exactly. The thing is... It's a good story, but it it doesn't really... It's just clouding the, the... 
You're right, just, Mike. Yeah. But, like, you, you can't say what would have happened if your dogs hadn't come out. You can't say what the other dog was thinking. You can't say that the owners did it on purpose. You can't say all that other crap because then you're no better than a prosecutor running around making all these blank accusations all over the place, all these yep. presumptions, all this. It's who cares? I do know that, they, I do know that they bit my property. I do know that the, their tan dog um, also spun around while my dog was walking back to, um, you know, was walking back across the street and that bit her on the rump. Um, you know, and they bit another dog. You know, and and the tan dog was just about to attack her again, but my property, and I stood between See, this, them. There you go again. You're off into La La Land. Who cares? Okay. Like, yeah. I'm not Thank trying you. to be rude, but honestly, no. who cares? His, I love it. Thank property, you, Mike. His property caused damage to your property, and you sent him the bill. Okay. That's the whole case in a nutshell. There's okay. no biting on the rump there's no turning around and turning around again there's no other dog there's his property caused damage to my property he got the bill i'm still waiting for the money and that's it you don't anything else you just say i don't see how that's relevant to the case he hasn't paid the bill it doesn't matter what they say oh was your dog on a leash that's irrelevant his dog did his property to damage to my property, he hasn't paid the bill. Like, the judge's hands are going to be tied. He's in a box as well. Dude, did you pay the bill or didn't you? No. Why didn't you? Well, did your dogs bite her dogs? Yeah. Okay, you didn't pay the bill. No. Okay, you lose. There's not much the judge can do at that point. So don't even bother wasting your time with all this other stuff. Maybe stir the neighbors up, get them thinking, let them go and complain, let them hunt down some mysterious pit fighting dog ring, let them do all that crap. Yeah. Just no, get I, will, I, will, I will get copies of the witness statements and I will actually send them all through to the council. Well... I don't know about sending anything to the council. What do you mean? Um, well, um, what what it does say is that um, these people who claim that their property is so secure, it actually proves that their dogs got out three times and attacked three other three other bits of property. They're actually going to be, you know, I mean, three dog but attacks by, by those dogs, by the council, they're going to probably have to be registered as dangerous dogs. But that has nothing to do with you or your case. No, it doesn't. Yeah, I wouldn't bother rounding up a whole bunch of witness statements and sending them to council. I'd let somebody else do that. I think I would get whoever you're using as a witness to to put their statements on paper. If they mm -hmm. want to ramble on about all these other dogs in the neighborhood attacking other dogs and all this, let them do that. 
but you don't mention anything other than his dogs damaged or his property damaged your property. Now, uh, Mike, excuse me, their statements, is it best that they just say, I witnessed dogs from 16 Galvani attack property at blah? Yeah, you Do don't yeah, you could you could give them the idea that all you're really interested in was what you saw regard in regards to their dog coming up on my driveway and attacking my dog. And then if they want to go and ramble on about other stuff, fine, it's their pen, it's their ink, but let them know that you're interested in what they saw. Okay. But your witnesses, you don't want them telling, like, you don't want them stretching the truth and making it look extra bad, or you don't want them going on and all this crazy shit, but... No, no, keep it tight. Yeah. Yeah, the most important thing is that their dogs came up to your dog and started a fight. And you got the bill from the vet to show it. And they're not going to call the vet a liar. They're going to call him a liar if he's going to go against two, three witnesses and a vet bill and whatever else, his own letters. Done. Well, they're simple letters. Yeah, I don't know. He doesn't have much chance at any defense at all that I can think of. He's pretty much screwed. Yeah. No, I guess fifteen. I um um. The, what what the police do over here is they always like to pass the buck. So over here, they'll pass that on to council because they'll just say that it doesn't come under their legislation. Because I did give a statement to police, um, which I will put in a box and use it as an exhibit. Is that what I do, Mike? Yeah, I'm not sure if you'd need it, but you might. It depends on how because he he might he might go and talk to his lawyer friend again, and his lawyer might just say, "Yeah, you're better off to pay the bill before you have to pay lawyer costs and court costs and everything else." Like this guy might just pay the bill. Um, he might flip out and send you some crazy letter. Uh, he might come up with a few questions that surprise you out of nowhere. You don't really know what's going to happen, so. No, well, one thing I do know, he's not honourable and he tells lies. Well, he definitely, no, but... he definitely doesn't have a whole lot of wiggle room the way it looks right now, so. 
Yeah, now it's just a matter of don't get misdirected, don't get confused into changing the subject. Just stick to it. Here's the bill, pay it. Yep. Thank you. Like he hasn't even disputed that he was at least partially at fault. He hasn't disputed the bill or the debt. He accepted everything. He's just trying to weasel into weasel a deal to get a cheaper bill. Like he's admitting that his dog caused damage, but he he only thinks he should have to pay half. Like basically what he's saying is it's your fault for parking your car in the grocery store parking lot. So even though I smashed into your car, I only have to pay half because you parked it there. I wouldn't yeah, have hit I, it if I wouldn't have hit your car if you didn't park it there. Yeah, I, I I was talking to um, you know, I'll just call her the mother-in-law. I was just talking to mother-in-law this morning, and um, uh, I just turned around to her and it said, "It's like if I walk into a store, and I, you know, I go to um, I pick up an item and it smashes. I can't. I've got to pay for that item. I can't turn around and say, well, you shouldn't have left it on the shelf.'" Yeah. Yeah, especially with witnesses, it's like, how is he going to say it wasn't his dogs? Or how is he going to say, okay, well, it was my dogs, but I'm not liable as the owner? Yeah. Like, I don't see how he's going to wiggle out of this at all. Yeah. Like, he can't say that the vet is a liar, so he can't dispute the bill. He can't tell all the witnesses that they're lying. Now he's going to say, well, your dog was there, so my dog bit it. Fair's fair. No, it doesn't work that way. I can't just say you were standing in front of me, therefore I can punch you in the face. It doesn't work that way. If you punch me in the face, it's your fault. If I punch you in the face, it's my fault. There's no saying your face was where my fist was going. Someone must have some questions. There's quite a few on here. Someone must have some cases that they want answered to. Mine's all answered, so. Okay, can we move on? Cheyenne, how's your case going? Are you all finished? Yeah, I'm finished. Yeah, no. Yeah, real quick. It would be different if your dog was on his property, then his dogs are, he's got every right to have his dogs remove your property from his property. Realistically, if your dog is on his property, now there is a a trespass. 
you're not keeping your dog or your property under control. Now it's interfering with his property. So he's the boss at his castle. He gets to say what goes and what doesn't go at his house. But obviously your dog was not on his property, so he can't he can't say anything like that. Did you get that, Janine? Yes, yes, I did. Yeah, thank you. All right. Okay, we have a lot on the board, Mike. We only have a few people that's on the phone. Uh, anyone have a question? Please ask away for Mike. Hey, Mike. This is Face. Hey, how's it going? Not bad. Hi, Face. Hey, how you doing? Uh, I don't. I, I don't have like a real question. I guess just a situation that I might want Mike's opinion on. And uh, Mike, did you have you heard recently about that Kentucky court clerk down here in the states that refused to do her duty about issuing marriage licenses? Have you guys got news of that up there? Yeah, she went to jail. Yeah, yeah I haven't heard about it. No, she went to jail, right? Yeah, she 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 went to jail for contempt of court. But I'll, I'll run the story by Mike, and maybe if he hasn't heard of it, then it's probably not worth talking about. But she's the some uh, Rowan County. I don't know the name of like chief clerk, head clerk, or something in uh, one of the states down here. And uh, this year, the fed, the Supreme Court said that gay marriage uh, was now licensable. And so uh, a gay couple went up to her, her office and said, we want a marriage license, and she refused. <clears throat> she didn't do her duty. And, uh, and she told all of her deputy clerks under her, uh, do not issue a license to gay couples and her reasoning was her belief you know her her christian belief gay marriage has always been legal yeah i I don't know why man and woman or even man and man are begging to a government to get married anyway but so it's no sad marriage and gay marriage you know that's always been around you're talking about homosexual marriage well, that, that's what the Supreme Court now told all the citizens and residents of America that it's their opinion that now it's legal and uh, and gave state courts, I don't know if I'm saying that right, the uh, power to license it, or not not even the power, the mandate that you have to, right? Well, the thing is, this this clerk lady her religious beliefs are absolutely irrelevant. She accepted the duty and obligation that comes with the title of clerk to follow the rules that a clerk must follow. Uh, wait a minute, but they changed the rules in the middle after but she was also, in the right, job. She, right. They also put her in jail. After they end up putting her in jail, now they're issuing the marriage license. 
When she applied for that job, it, it didn't involve that. Now, in the middle of it, they involve it. They changed the, the her duties. So she feels, had, feels right. Like somewhere in the middle, the federal government changed the duty uh, of of the clerk. But, but Mike's still right because your personal beliefs are, are not outlined in that duty at all. You know, it's a duty. This is what you do. This is what you don't do. If you don't do this, there's a punishment. If there, if you do do this, there's a reward. You get paid. But the problem is, the problem is when she became that type of clerk, that wasn't part of her duties. Otherwise, she may not have applied for the job. Well, okay, but when they, they change, no, the, no, no. Who is she to say that you can't have a gay marriage license? She's not saying you can't have one. She's saying that she, she didn't has issue one. What? She didn't issue one to the gays. Okay, if she if she goes to us, uh, 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 if she gets hired and she's doing a job and her job is trimming the bushes uh, around the courthouse. Right, and she right. applies for the job and gets hired, and that's what she's been doing for ten years. Right, all of a right. sudden they come along and say, "Hey, you got to clean all the dog shit too," and she's allergic to dog shit or whatever. Right. Well, that that's a little different. That's that's a sand type of thing. They're changing yeah, really, her duties. No, not really. No, I like the way you relate uh, gay marriage to dog shit. That's awesome. It's- <laughs> what, what is your what is y'all's definition of marriage anyway? You guys are talking about this. What, what, how do you not, define marriage? It's not gay marriage. A gay marriage is a happy marriage. It's homosexual marriage. <laughs> wow, how do you define marriage? how always goes off the left side. How do you define marriage? Two different things making one something new, right? Uh, wouldn't marriage be, I don't know, uh, you have to use it in a context, I guess. Okay, I'm going to marry this ketchup and mustard together to make something new. I can't marry ketchup and ketchup together, it doesn't make anything new. So, by definition, homosexual marriage is, is moot. Doesn't It doesn't make sense. Yeah, but you're talking, can't about make anything legal, new. you're talking about the legal system and they can make up anything they want. The point is, this woman has uh, uh, rights, and when she applied to that job, the job description was a certain thing, and now Hold they on. changed it while Hold she was on. in the middle of her contract. No, no, no. Yes, she, yes, yes. She assumed the title. She assumed the duties and liability that comes with that job. Yeah, okay. If I'm a policeman and all of a sudden they make it illegal to uh, cut cut grass out in the front yard, so, you know, now the, the cop arrests people for cutting grass, and he doesn't want to arrest people for cutting grasses, should he go to jail? Does that fit that scenario? I mean, they made something new. They made a new law. Now, uh, you know, smoking cigarettes is illegal. Now you get a ticket. Now he doesn't want to issue tickets. Should he quit his job? But when you reduce your status to that of a fiction, you become part of the fiction, and the fiction has its way with you. Right, right. Yeah, you're right, Mike. I totally understand. But I don't – the whole thing about marriage, this homosexual marriage does not – Makes sense at all to me. It's just 
Getting a license to get married, whether whether you're homosexual or straight or anything, is what shouldn't be done, and that's how the that's where the answer is. Well, well here, yeah, here's, because well, here's what right. the lady. Here's her position. Here's her position. She said when after the Supreme Court ruled, and then passed that down to the states, and then Kentucky adopted whatever ruling that was. And she said, okay, I'm a clerk. Like Mike's saying, there's duties and obligations involved here. I was elected. She's actually an elected clerk, whatever that means. Uh, and she said, look, when it comes time that I'm going to be obligated to issue a license, here's what I want. I, want, I, want, I will use the stamp that says certified by the court clerk of Rowan County, but I do not want my name on that stamp. And so she, she told the governor, to can can I, can she take her name off that stamp? And the governor said, "Well, that's we're gonna have to talk about that like next year." And she said, "Well, we need to talk about it now because here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna not issue licenses with my name on that stamp." And the governor was like, "You got duties and obligations, lady. You got to do this, you know." And uh, and it kind of went from there. And then she finally took a stand and said, "I'm not doing that." He's absolutely right, in my opinion. Yeah. Her job. See, another thing is the contract is the law. So none of us know what she signed when she got hired. But if when, she got hired when she got hired, there was no duties okay. to do homosexual licenses. Send me, send me a copy of the contract she signed. You, 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 how would I get that contract? Send it to me on Skype right now, the copy of the contract she signed when she got hired. Uh, do, you, do you have it? No, of course I don't have it. That's why I'm not saying something like she did this, she did that. At no, the time when she, she signed. Obviously, obviously okay, she okay, has listen, religious listen, objections listen, to this. Listen, I'm going to cut you off at the knees. Check this out. When she signed the contract, it probably says you agree to follow and obey all the rules set forth and any changes that come to said rules and blah, blah, blah. Otherwise, you are required to go through the dispute resolution clause found within this contract. And she had a duty and obligation to do her frickin' job, and if she had a beef with her job, she had duties and responsibilities to follow the processes and procedures that an employee of that corporation is bound to follow. And, and if she did. Doesn't like she's it, like and she's if she did. doesn't like it, she can shut her freaking mouth and resign. Oh, so she just she gives up her rights? Uh, her rights she doesn't to, have rights. Uh, she's a toaster. She's a rock. She's a hula hoop, a skateboard. She doesn't, doesn't have rights. She has doesn't matter. She's still a woman. No, she isn't. She gave up being a woman at the door when she punched the clock and became a public servant. So if, uh, if they she, Listen, the listen. When she decided to exercise her religious freedoms, she stepped outside her statutory jurisdiction and became a woman liable. So she goes to jail as a government agent who did the wrong thing, or she goes to jail as a, as a woman. Either way, she overstepped her statutory boundary. There's nowhere in her job title that says that she can refuse a marriage license 
to a couple because the Bible tells her so. No, it's not. It has nothing to do with the Bible. It has to do with her conscientious objection. No, no, a conscientious objection. That, that I don't even know if she likes the Bible or not. How about you explain a rock's rights to a rock? How about you get a rock to to tell the whole world what rights it has? Okay, so let's 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 put it this way. Let's say it was somebody that does uh, 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 capital punishment, right? And uh, you know they got hired in a job, and let's say hold on, let's say it doesn't do capital punishment, and then all of a sudden they change it and say, okay, now we do capital punishment. I didn't understand the first sentence you said, so nothing is going to make sense to me. You got to explain the first sentence again. What first sentence? Let's say, let's say let's say the job was some man that pulls the uh, that uh, uh, handles uh, punishment in the jail. Let's say, right, like the sheriff, and that state doesn't have capital punishment. And then eventually they come in with uh, capital punishment, and they still require him to do capital punishment. And he says, "Wait a minute! When I became sheriff, that wasn't part of my duties. I don't believe in that, right?" And of course, there's going to be some type of arbitration negotiation, what something. And that's say? what she did. Huh? What does this contract say? We don't know what you the contract says. You can make up any scenario under the sun, and it's all irrelevant until you tell me what the contract says. We don't that know is- what the contract says, but we know that she had a problem with it, and she reached out to her superior. Uh, asking for a clarification. You can't do the job because of moral beliefs. You quit your job. So That's the it. judge made the decision because of his moral beliefs, right? I don't know what he made his decision who's, based on. Who's, who's to say he's right? Who said he's right? Who said he's wrong? Now we're punishing somebody else because of some man's opinion. Who's getting punished? The lady's in jail. Because she didn't do her job. According to the law, her contract. She didn't do her job. She didn't there follow was, the proper procedures. Well, she didn't, where's the contract? Where's the contract? You have the contract put on Skype right now. I'm not the one that said that she has the right. You I'm brought the, one the contract said, up. I'm the one I'm the one that said you don't know what the contract is. Neither do you. She didn't do her job. The news media media is saying she's in jail now uh, for contempt of court at her job. Not obeying obeying a man's order, basically. Sounds weird, yeah. Contempt of court at your job. And the thing is, she said, I have no problem with other people doing it. I just don't want my name associated with it. Well, at first, when, when, when the governor would not change, you know, be able to take her name off the stamp at that time, because it'd have to go through all sorts of legislation and also, you know, all sorts of money, he said, she then told her under, under clerks, do not issue anything in, in our, this office's name. Yeah, any license, which, man which and mean, woman, or man and man, or woman and woman, or any license. She stopped issuing all licenses. Which to me shows that that man knew his job and knew that he was bound to processes and procedures, 
and he yeah. obeyed his job. He did his duty properly, and he's not in jail. Whereas she threw a fit, and she went against her job, and she went probably against her contract by the looks of how it turned out, and she did go to jail because she didn't obey the contract. So, probably uh, so there would be a that, very, very that, good possibility that that judge read her contract. So the Nuremberg trials was about contracts too, right? No, that was about accepting unlawful orders. That's different. Well, that's maybe what she's doing, accepting unlawful no. order from some man's opinion. Okay, well, she's still got processes and procedures. The thing is, she wanted to stay in the statutory world. She wanted to keep her job, but wanted to act as a woman while doing What is it in the lawful order? I think what she did is people wanted to get married. Gay people she, wanted to get married. And she no didn't want thing. to file. Someone's no got a thing. lot of back. And I think she she just did not want to file the marriage license. It's not she didn't want to file. She didn't people, want her name associated with it because it's against I, her religious. She's got religious objections, right. I guess. And I guess enough people bitched about it and reported her, and now she's in jail. No, one one gay one homosexual couple filed a claim a complaint against her. And that's and they they filed. They, I thought it was interesting into a federal court, which I don't know well, much about all the court styles. But it wouldn't really be a state issue anyway. It's discrimination. If you tell me you're not going to hire me because I'm black, you're in big trouble. Yeah. You can't do that. If yeah. you if you are a government organization, you're accepting government funds, and you're going to say you're gay, piss off. You're black, go away. They can't do that. No, the sad thing of it is, is why do these people want a marriage license? Who cares? That puts, you, that puts you back into the state. If that's not even the point. Her, the point is she's got a job to do and she's discriminating. The Supreme Court could, could rule two monkeys could get married. Someone's got a lot of back noise. You know, the Supreme Court could issue an opinion or ruling that two monkeys could walk into a government office and uh, apply for a marriage license and they'd have to do it. The, the clerk would have to do it. You know, it, do, it doesn't matter about just uh, two homosexual people or, or anything. You could say two rocks could get married. I bring in my rocks. Give me a stamp. Piece of paper. Not by my definition, man. Not by no, it's the Supreme Court's definition. <laughs> yeah, that would be the Supreme Court's definition. Which, but that's not the job she applied for. The job description and her do duties you know? didn't include that. You keep saying that you don't know. You don't have a copy well, of her it's job. Common, it's common knowledge that clerics didn't give homosexual licenses. Common knowledge to who? To You're making all, all these clerics. statements. You this don't know this. what her job description is, and you don't know the contract she signed. 
Those are well, huge differences. One thing for certain, homosexual marriage wasn't allowed when she became, when she got hired on that job. So her duties oh. and obligations were specific. Okay. So what did her contract say? I don't know. You said you're going to put it on Skype. No, you're the one that keeps claiming you know that she did wrong. You claim that you know it was in her contract. You claim to know what her contract said when she signed it, that she was or wasn't obligated to do something. When she got elected to that position, there was no homosexual marriage license. Yes, but if the contract said, but if the contract said by signing this, you agree to follow all the rules and all the changes that are made to these rules, then she signed the contract agreeing to follow any changes that come along. What about if she signed it and said, as long as it doesn't violate my rights as a woman? What if, what if, what if it says pigs will fly by the time you sign this contract? What if? Who cares what if? Nobody knows. You're saying what if too? Well, nobody knows, so nobody can really say. Exactly. But I I know that that contract was written by lawyers, and I know that lawyers are going to make sure every little detail is covered to protect them and their clients and the courts and the public and whoever they're going to protect. But they're not. And we know know lawyers mess up, too. So it's an interesting situation anyway. We'll see what happens. I think think she... um, she may have acted wrong when she stopped issuing all licenses. Well, I think she acted wrong when she didn't follow proper procedure. If she had a grievance, she's supposed to follow the proper steps. Well, I think she may have done that going to the governor, but I don't know what else she did after that. Well, obviously, she didn't. The governor followed We don't know. Maybe she didn't get an opportunity to do that, and the judge put her in jail. Well, the governor was operating under proper process and procedure, so he said, I can't do nothing for you right now. And that wasn't good enough for her. She took the law into her own hands and got herself locked up. Good for her. The other thing is there's other clerks that are doing the same thing, a lot of different ones, and uh, they're not in jail. So maybe this judge overacted and did an unlawful order. Maybe the judge followed proper processes and procedures. Maybe. If. If this, if that. Maybe maybe the judge followed proper procedure and put a terrorist in jail. A terrorist? I, don't know. I, I didn't read the contract, but I'm guessing other people did. And I'm guessing she's probably in jail because she breached the contract and wouldn't straighten up when she was warned. And she interfered with the proper function of government, actually. So, Yep. I'm guessing. All I know is if I were a gay man and I were applying for a marriage license and she told me to my face, you're not getting one because you're a fag, the shit would hit the fan <laughs> really freaking so hard. So how is that pro- protecting the property of man? She's interfering with my right. Well, no, it's not a right. What do you What do you mean? It's not a right. How do you know? Did you read the code? 
You don't have a right to a marriage license. How do you know? What is a civil what is a civil right? Oh, a civil right. Oh, that's a different story. Okay, well, no man or woman has a right to interfere with my rights, my civil rights, my big rights, little rights, any of my rights. But wait a minute. You said she wasn't a woman. She was some rock. She had duties and obligations with supersede rights. Right. And uh, her number one duty is to protect the property of man. So yes. how was she? how was she protecting the property of man? She, she wasn't. Was. That's why she's in jail, because every man or woman had the right to access the court. And they Actually, were denied their right. Their right was trespassed upon. Somebody interfered with their access property. Access the court or get some privilege? I don't know. I didn't read the code. But either way, if the clerk didn't follow the rules that a clerk, a clerk is obligated to follow, then she has to follow the proper procedures or pay the proper price. They changed the rules. That's the point. No, you don't know that they changed the rules. The rules might have they, said... They just changed them. She might have signed a law into enactment that obligates her to follow all the rules and all the subsequent changes to those rules. It she may be. might have broken her own law. If she broke her own law, she deserves to get what she decided is a fair punishment for her breach of the law. If well, the we, judge don't know what, we don't know what happened in court. We don't even know judge, why she's in there. If the judge read the contract and knew what the law was and made a ruling based on the law, the judge acted properly. She acted improperly. I'm guessing he read the freaking contract and ruled according to the law. I guess that's why she's in jail, because she breached the contract. She got a warning. She said, fuck you to the court. And they said, fine, have it your way, contempt. Yeah, she failed, she failed to I'm, even bench the court said. And the, the, gay, the homosexual couple... I said on media, we don't want her to go to jail. We, we just want a license. But it wasn't up to them. It was then, like Mike said, her actions at court, apparently, when the judge said, you have a choice. Are you going to go back to your job and do it? And she said no. Something like that. I'm paraphrasing. But. If she believed it was an unlawful order, she had a duty and obligation to put in a proper grievance or quit and sue or do something, but to interfere with every other man or woman's rights because she had a little stink with her boss is wrong. Look at those other men and women that were applying for a marriage license. They did nothing wrong. They were told they had a new right. They can go and they can be gay married. And they said, this is great. We've actually been given a right. Let's take advantage of it. Except that they were discriminated against when they got there. That woman was wrong to interfere with other people's rights because she didn't believe with what her, she didn't agree with what her boss or her boss's boss or her boss's boss's boss decided. Because she believes, in, because she believes in, it's an unlawful order. 
And she has a right to object, a conscientious objection. It wasn't in order, though, right? How is is the Bible any part of this when she turned her back on God and went as deep into the system as she could possibly get? Who talked about the Bible? I don't don't even know if she has mentioned the Bible. She's... Where is this belief that you said she got from? Whatever her religious beliefs are. We don't know if she got it from the Bible or from, uh, you know, her own mind or somebody else or some other book. She, she publicly said it was from the Bible. So there huh. you go. She turned her back on God and said, fuck you, Bible. I'm going to work for this system. And now she's going to use God, the, the, the guy she turned her back on. But Because she thought the system was good. But at the same time, she doesn't want to let go of her cushy government job, so she decides to say, fuck you, God, a little bit. Fuck you, government, a little bit. I want what's good from both of you guys, but I don't want what's bad from either of you. I want to be a woman and a person at the same time. I want all of the benefits and none of the duties and obligations. Gimme, gimme, gimme. I'll play both sides. Give me some government cheese. She she could go start her own private church and then do that if she wanted to. She could go start her own private church and then and then refuse service to customers if she wanted to. Yeah, once you accept once you accept public funds, government federal dollars, you can't discriminate against anyone. No. I have a quick question though about the uh jurisdiction so on she that. Was, she, she's so she a was, county clerk for a county, but marriage is a state issue. And so why is it in a federal court? I'm I'm not too up on like courts and levels and because, because they talk about violation of civil rights of the homosexuals. Yeah, it's a constitutional challenge or something. Yeah, so that's a federal oh, thing. Okay. So the 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 gay guys brought it in as that. Then they probably brought it into the federal level in, in their complaint, right? They they. they they, yeah, said jurisdiction, they want jurisdiction belonging to the feds, not the state. So I guess the state couldn't try its own case, though, right? <laughs> Obviously, if it's a state issue. Well, yeah, they probably could, but this matter came from. Uh, didn't this matter come from uh, the Supreme Court to begin with? So that's a federal thing, and they're forcing all. You know, it's a states' rights uh, uh, violation, but they're forcing all the states to do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if they're forcing or how that works, but yes, Kentucky uh, accepted that ruling from the Supreme Court or whatever. So, um, okay. I think she's out of line. Uh, I think her beliefs are fine in her own time. You know, just like you and I, you can't just like if you worked at Walmart and said, "Oh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna work at the checkout aisle when the gay guy's coming through," you know, because it's against my belief. Uh, you'd be that's a, that's a different story. 
It's exactly the same. No, it's not. Sure. How is it different? The, uh, if you're going to compare it, it's like you get hired at Walmart to work at um, the the service desk, right? And your job, you know, is going to be uh, handling merchandise, doing refunds, handling customers' questions and all that, right? And then all of a sudden they say, hey, uh, you also need to start cleaning the toilets. That's a completely different job. <laughs> well, it's, it's you, just, you just stretch something beyond belief and say, well, what about this? And you change, change the topic. It's, why isn't it not the same topic? They change her scrubbing toilets is what else. a janitor does. Scrubbing toilets is what a janitor does. It has nothing to do with a sales clerk. It's a completely different job. Altogether, okay. completely different she's got to do security. She's got to do security, or she's got to chase down somebody when they're stealing something. That's a different job. Okay, she's got to lock the doors as well when she's done. That's a different job. That's all security stuff. Okay. This woman, her job was to give out marriage licenses, and she decided not to give out marriage licenses to fags. That's all that's going on. You can stretch it however you wish. She's now deciding who she's going to give a marriage license to, and it just so happens that it's against her own rules that she agreed to, and it also interferes with other people's rights. She okay, didn't let's, say, let's say the service desk lady, they say, hey, okay, you're going to handle, handle customers. Then they require her to go learn Spanish to, to be hey, able to what do her job. That, what, see, what does is, what is learning a new language have to do with this? Why are you trying to stretch it? Because she's not going to be able to help people that don't speak English. Well, I don't know what you're trying to do, but it makes no sense. The fact is, it wasn't on her duties for the years she was there. Her job is to hand out marriage licenses, and now she says, I'm not going to give marriage licenses to black people. Her job was to handle marriage licenses that were were legal at the time. And you think it's fair because black people didn't get married when she got hired. So now she can say, fuck you to all black people that want to get married because she's the boss now, because all of a sudden the Bible matters to her at work. Didn't matter to her before, but now that there's black people or gay people or platypuses <laughs> coming in for a marriage license, she's going to change her mind and she's going to pick and choose who gets one and who doesn't. What if she was a Muslim? Who cares? Clerk, I don't Muslim clerk. She's a skateboard. What do I do with a skateboard? I step on it and I go. What do I do with a clerk? I say, file these, and I go. Her job is to file them. Her job is to issue the marriage license. Her job is what her job says her job is, not to make judgment calls. Especially to paying customers. Not to say that your skin is too dark or your wrist is too limp. It's not her decision. She accepted the job to follow the rules. One thing she could have done was resign if she was against doing it, but she's taking a stand like a lot of other clerks are taking a stand. And there's a challenge. There's a challenge to to the the uh, lawfulness of 
issuing this type of license, and she has she has a right to object to that. Yeah, but she has the right to do it properly. She can't just go and cause harm, loss, or injury to other people because she doesn't agree with her boss's rule. No, I, I see your point. I see your point. And, and, uh, but I think this judge ordering her, uh, you know, he may be, have been out of line. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I, I, can, I can pretty much guarantee you he read the contract and ruled according to what the contract said. I can almost guarantee it. He did his job. He read the document and he ruled according to the document. He probably followed the law to the letter of the law. I bet you she didn't like his ruling, and she said, I'm not going to do it. I don't care what you say. And she went back to work. She refused to do it, and she got contempt for not obeying a lawful order by the judge. I'm, gar- I'm almost positive that's how it That makes sense. That's what the that's what the all the major media outlets are reporting. Yeah, and you've got to remember. Mean? You've got to remember too, Vtel. These people, you know, and I got to admit myself until Carl come along and said, "Look, you're a man. You're a third dimensional man." The <sighs> judge, he's just second dimension cartoon character. How many people would know that in the world? <sighs> How many people are studying what we study? So let's say so let's say tomorrow two women and the man walk into uh that clerk's office to get a marriage license. What happens then? I don't know. If their if their rule books don't say that they can do three party marriages, then I guess they can't do three party marriages. So there would need to be a court ruling uh, unless, from somebody's unless opinion. It suddenly becomes, unless it suddenly becomes one of their laws overnight and then they can stamp it and say, yep, yep, it's it's now become legal to be three-party marriages, so yep, I can do that. Yeah, I mean, her, her she had two options, either resign or, you know, fight it the, uh, properly and... I I don't think she either either did and they was ignored or she didn't properly fight it. I don't know. Well, I can pretty much guarantee you she didn't fight it properly. Like she could have just said, okay, if you're ordering me to give a marriage license to a man and a man or to a woman and a woman, put your order in writing. And then if she gets it in writing she has the option of quitting and say, I was forced to give this order. I believe it's an unlawful order. I quit out of necessity and I only quit because of this man's actions, blah, 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 and go after Mm -hmm. the man that gave her the unlawful order if she feels it's an unlawful order. I believe she wanted to keep her job. Yeah, she wanted the best of both. and, And say she believes in God at the same time. Yeah. But if she's going to serve two gods at the same time and try and use both of them for her defense, the one's working against the other. Yeah, and this is this is what a lot of people are going to have to come up against very very shortly. 
So, so uh, you're saying that only godless people should be in government? Well, is, is God your government, or is the man-made government your government? Who's your God? But are you saying that only people that don't believe in God should be in government? Because if that's what's going to happen, you know, no. then judges... No, then judges. no. But the thing is, is the, the, the government seems to have gone against what God has has said. That is right. And, no, and, if and, we, and if we only have godless people in government, that's going to get that way even more and more, right? Well, they they either well, if they go well, I'm sorry, God is more important to me. I can't do this. It's like well, they have to step down. They'll have to be unemployed. To narrow down VR's, uh, you know, godless people in government. What what you're saying though is, so you think we should have people with a belief in a government, whether it's a belief in God, a belief in uh, unicorns, so that, for example, when an officer pulls me over and he believes that I did something, boom, uh, now I'm, you know, now, now I'm going off to jail because he has the power of his belief. I think we should have... Well, only a man, only a man can believe. Only a man yeah, can believe. So if he yeah, says he believes, he's suddenly a man. He's not. He's not in his uniform anymore. Yeah, but we are was proposing the idea of having only godless people in government. I, I think that's exactly right. People without a belief in government. Only people that are strictly defined on paper as to their role, title, duties, obligations in government. All right. All right. So, so what happens to? Uh, people that are in Congress uh, and uh, courts and elsewhere, people that get elected, they, should they be godless as well? When they're, well, when they're serving their duty, uh, go ahead, if Mike. You, if you read the Bible and understood it and it actually gave a rat's ass, you wouldn't be running for politician office jobs anyways. Exactly. That's exactly my point, and that's what you were saying. So the only people that would be in those positions would be godless people. And they would be passing uh, rules and laws and codes and statutes and enforcing them on everybody or, or trying to. Uh, and they're, they're uh, made from people that don't have a morality or, or you know, uh, the teachings of the Bible or whatever. So they would be the ones ruling. Well, they would be ruling the ones that agreed to be ruled. See, another See, thing to remember is what they're doing is they're running around offering all kinds of crazy contracts to everybody they see, and nine or ten out of ten people are accepting every stupid offer that's handed to them because they don't know any better. And through their ignorance, a little bit of trickery, Everybody consents every single time. Yeah, and that's the problem. And and when somebody stands up, then they get painted as 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 wrong. But if government was limited like it was established, I would I wouldn't have any problem with with it being that way. The problem okay, is they're in everything. Whose fault, is it, whose fault is it that the government is so big? Uh, godless people. 
Yeah, every one of us running around signing contracts. Yes, all us godly people, ungodly people that are signing government contracts. Yes, it's my fault, it's your fault. So to correct that, maybe we need some godly people in there. Since the people because uh-huh. what if, who would you suggest? You know, like, because what if... You, How about you? How about you? Well, you don't know what my belief is, though, right? So that would be a gamble on your part. Even though I tell you I, I'm, a go- I'm a godly man and I'm honorable, do this and that, but you don't know exactly what my beliefs are. So it'd be kind of a gamble because maybe mine oh, but, is just a tad but, different but, than but, yours. But the thing isn't even being godly. The thing is, if... People were vigilant, and it stayed the way this uh, idea was set up, this government. We wouldn't have these problems. No, there would be no marriage licenses through government. There would be no uh, government charity. There wouldn't be uh, the federal government coming in and taking over everything. There wouldn't be, you know, extortion of people to fund all this craziness that they do. Yeah. So more appropriately, we should have a we should have a godly society with no need for a government they've been on they have been on a long 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 time they have been on it for many hundreds of years Mm -hmm. and it's what it is called it's called the um, totalitarian tiptoe so bit by bit by bit they tiptoe with the noose tighter and tighter around the neck just like we are doing to you know catch out you know people who are not acting in honor they are out to catch us and tie the noose around our neck to to you know using fear and oh, we will give you security you know if you if you give us your life if you give us your you know you give us we'll, we'll make you feel secure through fear i think they're holding out a noose and you're walking we are walking into it and uh, and they're just tightening it up Exactly. Well, but nobody's forcing me to walk into it, you know. The thing is, okay, is uh, okay, oh, I'm going to stop me. this right now. We need to go back to common law. It's, I see dropped off. This is, back this, one. Is, this is totally common law. The problem okay. is, the problem okay, is, is everybody is running around and they're signing stupid contracts all the freaking time. Everybody is signing contracts like crazy, and it all pays the lawyers, and it all pays the government, all of it. So, so Article 1, Section 9, and the original 13th Amendment was, was, were very, very important, or are very important, uh, as we're finding out. Important to who? They are very important to keep attorneys off of government and coming up with these schemes. Important to who? To a citizen or a resident? To the to establishing limited government. To the government. Okay. God where bless people, them. I hope they have fun with that. Where people I serve hope, part-time. I hope, I hope Boy Scout Rule 1 and 2 is very important in keeping government, I mean, Boy Scouts under control. 
I hope all Boy Scouts follow the proper procedures when they get their Boy Scout campfire badge. So I let's hope say that. Boy Scout procedures allows anybody to be in Boy Scouts, and they offer all these benefits that they're stealing from other people, and they Healing grow big, who? huge, and then a Boys Healing Club is everywhere, Healing and they're ruining everything, and they're in every contract and every situation. So, so That's what's happening. Said, so you just said the Boy Scouts are offering contracts to everybody, and everybody's signing these contracts, but somehow That's you're right. saying stealing. Okay. And they're, the stealing? Well, they're stealing by... by uh, um, by putting a piece of paper in front of you and getting you to sign it means they're and, stealing from you. Uh, and so saying you have to do this or we're going to send people with guns to uh, not, arrest you. Where, where was this contract? Who, isn't, who, that the driver's, isn't it the driver's license contract that way? When you went to the DMV, the nice, sweet old lady behind the counter pulled out a gun and told you if you don't sign this driver's license contract, I or somebody I know is going to come and shoot you. No, some people at the high school had education to get a driver's license and said, if you don't get one of these, you're going to get stopped and fined and arrested. Right. Blame your teacher. Right. Blame your dog. Blame the kid next door. Actually, actually was Mr. Port, the the driver education teacher. Yeah. Blame this. Blame and then they show, show these off. videos of people getting their heads yeah. chopped off in accidents and all this. You have to get a license, otherwise, yeah. this it's will the happen to you. You're stupid, right? Right? You're ignorant. Can I interrupt? Why? You're ignorant because you had a teacher. You're ignorant because you watch TV, and it's the whole world's fault, not yours. You Why signed the I... contract but it's everybody else's fault because you saw somebody with a gun in a movie. So you had to sign a driver's license. Oh, now that I have the knowledge, it's my fault. But when the knowledge was kept from us, uh, from us, you just said five minutes ago that they're resigned by design. The knowledge was kept from us. You just knowing the truth. You just said five minutes ago or less that they are running around stealing from everybody. You said it, not me. You they said are. it. They're they not. are. They're not. They're, bra- they're, they're brainwashing not. people. They have created contracts. Nobody at the DMV pulled out a gun and forced you to sign it. Nobody at the DMV told you if you don't sign it, people with guns are going to come and shoot you. Nobody at the DMV told you you better go watch the movies and see what happens to people that don't sign a driver's license application. None of that happened. Oh no! But if the federal government, the federal government that steals and funds all those programs, was in the schools brainwashing no, children to do it. Never seen any stealing. They're still yet. doing it. You haven't told me where the stealing is. I haven't seen it yet. Where's the stealing come? Uh, when they uh, enforce codes on no, man no, no, and take their no. money. No, they're enforcing the code that you consented to. So where's the stealing? When you're brainwashed to believe that that's the only thing you can do. Your ignorance, your ignorance, okay, where's the stealing? Okay, but who's educating? Okay, well, who's educating? Who knows? Who cares? Where's the stealing? 
They're stealing people's money to fund all this education. Whose money? Where's the stealing happening? You're you're saying all this shit, but where's the stealing? It happens every day. Okay, well, you keep spewing all this general bullshit, but name one or man, one name one man or woman that another man or woman has been stolen from, and let's see how this all unfolded. Let's oh, see it's if not, we it's not it's not a man let's or woman. It's some see. somebody that. Let's see. Some, Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Let's see if we can pin an actual an occurrence, or maybe at least a situation where this everyday theft occurring has sure, actually happened. How about, sure, how about the IRS when they drag you into court and force okay, you to okay, go to okay, trial like John Paul and throw you in jail? Hold on, hold on. You jump right to IRS dragging you to court. What happened before that, right near the beginning, when you first came into contact with the IRS? Oh, yeah, you signed the contract and declared yourself under penalty of perjury that you're a taxpayer earning an income. Right. Oh, yeah, a, con- a contract that they said if you, a contract that they say if you don't sign it, you don't get a job. That's how they're stealing. You signed the contract. You created a new law that's binding on you. How about, you how about, how about, and you broke your own law. And that's why they're dragging you into your taxpayer court because you signed under penalty of perjury that you were going to be a good taxpayer. How about an inquest? They're stealing from you because you signed the contract. You put it on your boy's hand. How about you reaching enrichment and questionable contracts and uh, collusion and all these other frauds that they're doing? Okay, stop. Go back. It's one one bullshit statement at a time. (laughs) What was the first thing you said? (laughs) Uh, Unquestionable contracts. What are you talking about? Lack of full disclosure. On your face and you signed it. Uh, if you don't sign this document, you don't work here. Okay, so there's your choice. Like You're required it, to sign this contract. Nobody forced you to beg. So, Nobody meanwhile, you can't work and feed yourself and your family? Bullshit. Bullshit. I work all the time. You I do? Don't go begging. I don't beg Most the government. Most of the time, you're slacking. I don't beg the government to work for them. I don't beg the government to let me be a taxpayer. I wasn't talking about the government. I was talking about some private company somewhere, but they're all public anyway. Well, I don't know. If if you choose to beg somebody for a job who is a registered corporation who requires all employees to sign the IRS form, if you choose to work for them, God bless you. Good luck following all their crap. If you don't want to do that, you don't have to beg them for a job. You can work somewhere else. Yeah, but you've been educated your whole life that that's what you I do. You the education brought, system, they get funded by extorting people and lying to people. Okay, okay well, we haven't even established one incident where anybody has done any stealing. And now you're throwing extortion and all this other. How about we pinpoint an, an event where somebody has stolen something? Okay. How about my brother's situation? 
You okay. also don't even have where to they where, where they got together and planned on robbing him and did rob him. Okay. What what about what about the situation of me in court telling the judge, uh, you're you got a man here, I'm a man, you got a man and they go, Yeah, right along and do their game. And your brothers handled this how? Uh, lackluster, because he's been brainwashed into this whole BS system to make you be a good little slave. Uh, fall for their schemes and their contracts and their bullshit. Okay, back to this again. <laughs> it's all tied together, and just because Carl doesn't talk about it doesn't mean that it's not and that he doesn't believe it. He's just being cautious. Okay, Alabama defrauded him, and he hasn't been compensated and made yeah, whole again. There's, yeah. there's a difference. There's a difference with Carl. He didn't consent to everything, and they actually did use a forgery. There's right. a difference. And, right, and have they been held accountable to pay? But no. that is completely different. You change the topic night and day again. That is absolutely 100% completely different than when you sign a contract and you give consent. Did Kyle give consent? No. Okay, so they ripped them off, right? They violated his rights, right? Uh, yes and no. It's they also secure protect, they didn't secure and protect their pro his property, which is their duty and obligation, right? It, it also has a little to do with the fact that he consented to family court and started playing their game their way. Okay, but since then, he found the right way, and has he be, has he been made whole again? And those people that committed the crimes been jailed or made to pay. Has he gone to court yet? Yes. No, he hasn't. And they told him if he comes around Alabama again, they're going to put him in jail. No, they didn't. That's what he said, something similar no, to that. He didn't. No, he didn't. He filed his claim and has not gone to court yet. His claim has not seen the inside of a courtroom. Ever. That is right. It's filed and waiting. There you go. So he didn't okay. have to stay in okay. court. So if this system is so wonderful, why he, is driven no, why haven't they compensated the man? Who said it was clear as the driven snow? And again, Carl has not had his day in court. Why, Why is he afraid he of the big, nice beast? Is he the afraid? trial has not happened yet. Why is he afraid to start his trial? I don't know. Why wouldn't you ask him? Because you already said it. Then why are you asking me? I'm trying to see if you remember. Carl has been made whole because his intent was to get his, his son back. And apparently he, he got it. He got him. 
Now the his claim for, been, hold on hold on has he been compensated for the whole time that he didn't have his property? His claim for damages is different. He he made them, according to his story, follow the law and return his property, restore his property. Now his claim for damages that's a whole different story. That that's something that he's trying to say. Well, now because you guys did do that and you did break the law in your own words, you you know it, it's clear as day. Now you're going to pay as soon as I'm ready to make you pay. And, uh, he's not ready because he's afraid of the way their system and the way they're corrupt. Uh, I don't know. You know That's possibly. what he said from the beginning when I first started listening to him. There was a whole reason why he's telling this to everybody. He said, okay, you're not going to do it, so now I'm going to tell the whole world. And I'm going to have enough people to have enough backup to go back to Alabama and get my damages or my, you know, whatever he's filing for. Maybe. I think his, he also said that the, the claim, his claim for monetary compensation wasn't, uh, wasn't his main goal. His main goal was to make people aware of what he had done, what he uh, re-realized about the 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 nation we live in and and when he's ready when he's got enough people that actually understand again how this country works how our government system works and who they are as man and woman then he's going to be more than comfortable i think he said you know then he'll be ready to uh to see how alabama will react because having a lot more people behind you that know the truth and realize the system is much more powerful than just putting in a claim saying, oh, you owe me all this money and I know the system, I'm going to fight it. It's much more interesting when you've got 10 million people standing there shaking their head going, mm-hmm, yeah, we know what you're doing. Something like that, maybe? Or was that off base again? No, that's similar. Who are you anyway? Oh, this is Faith. Faith? Yeah. Your mama gave you a woman's name? No, that's what my friends call me. <laughs> that's you like the guy me. from uh, the A-Team. The A-Team, eh? I beat you, fool. No, that's, that's the, the uh, oh, Mr. T, right? Mr. T. Better stop all that jibba-jabba. <laughs> Uh, hey, Faye, what's what's your uh, name on the board? Aaron, Aaron and Meow. Oh, on, on Skype, it's Aaron and Meow. Here, it's Face One. No, where? Face, oh, Face One, okay. Oh, 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 all right. I didn't even recognize your voice. All right. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Meow. I, I know your voice. Well, yeah, but, you know, if Carl is not on the call, then you know it's me. But, you know, your voice I'm not familiar with. <laughs> Here, I'll change it. Maybe you remember now. Oh, that's a little better. <laughs> Holy crap! It's getting weird. Here. It's getting weird. Want to go to Want to go to Mike's uh, uh, office and get married? Uh, is he gonna say I don't give out gay marriage license? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna hold you. Will you hold my hand? Yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna hold you in contempt. I'm just gonna hold you. 
I see an attachment. <laughs> so anyway, uh, let me, uh, if if there's time, let me bring you to uh, my situation, Mike. And thank you for that. That was that was pretty good exercise. Uh, so on my uh, Haverhill thing, the latest one, um, I requested the the audios and all that, and uh, I went in there and they weren't ready. So uh, tomorrow is the the deadline of when they said that I had to uh, pay or go back in court and ask for more time. So I entered that notice um, of uh, want of order, and nothing's been done. So I'm thinking of going in there tomorrow with the notice of void order and uh, possibly go in front of the judge and uh, say that I've been trying to, uh, you know, get a, a proper order and I haven't received one yet. So I'm, you know, you know, and see what they say. I'm not even going to ask for extra time. I'm just going to say that. What do you think? Well, I don't know. It kind of doesn't really make sense to void an order that doesn't exist. All right. So, but... uh yeah, I mean, that kind of makes sense, but so how would you do it? Uh, notice that there is no order? Yeah, just say... Uh, Where's the order? Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on. I don't see any order. So should I... Should that, should that be a notice filed in tomorrow? I have yet to receive. I have yet to be to be served a proper order on myself, not my person, and there is no order to comply with that I can see, or something like that. Well, didn't you already you already sent out letters or notices about that you require a copy of the order, right? Well, I filed a notice that <clears throat> I can read it if you want. To refresh in your memory, well, is your is your memory exhausted? Well, you, you sent a notice to the prosecutor and filed it into court. I filed it into court and uh, and sent a copy to the prosecutor that allegedly you, is out of it. Did you send it to anyone else? No. Did you send any letters or any notices to anyone else about the order? No, when we talked about this, uh, we decided that I wanted to get the audios first so that they wouldn't change anything, and mm -hmm. then do that. And I haven't got the audios yet, so I haven't had time to do that. I mean, I'm also waiting for the audios, you know, the the, the transcript or whatever they call it, so uh, that's another reason I, I could use, but I, I would rather stick to the to the audio thing. Yeah, I think I would just send another another letter or notice out that uh, you haven't received an answer to your last letter or notice or whatever, and you have not yet received a copy of any order. So would that be a second notice? You second notice, second you notice, want of order? 
you can call it whatever you want, but I wouldn't write second notice on it. Okay. But would like that, I, so that would be a notice filed into the case. Um, I would say yes. Basically saying the same thing. So did you do the same thing for both of your cases that you didn't get an order? No, the other case, we we handled it different, and I, I need to follow up on that. The other case, uh, I uh, I entered the notice uh, of um, uh, findings, of facts, and conclusions of law, and then I didn't, you know, they just sent me the same stuff they already had sent me, and then I sent a letter to the clerk about the order, and they sent me the same stuff again, I believe, and then I sent a letter to the judge, and I haven't heard from them since. Okay, yeah, because for some reason I was thinking there was something else that you sent some somebody else something, but... Um... So that, I'll have, that one I'll have to step step up on, uh, you know, uh, right after tomorrow. I got to step on the other one. But this one is the the important thing for tomorrow. Since they didn't finish the transcripts yet, um, you know, I don't want to uh, let the deadline pass. Uh, I could overcome it afterwards, but I'd rather not. And just go in there and, uh, and you know, file another notice or, or, you know, go in front of the judge. Yeah, it might be uh might be an idea to get something filed just to say, yeah, there's still no order. I don't think I would mention the transcripts or audios or anything yet, but um let them know that you're trying to comply with an order but so far you haven't seen one. So that way you're not saying I'm not complying with the order. You've actually got something on record that you're waiting to comply with the order, but there is none. So, and if they say, "Well, there's no order," you, 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 you know, it's it's an assessment, it's a fine, you just got to pay that, right? Then would I say? Um, I don't know. What it, I don't know what a you gotta is. Make it an order. I don't know okay. what an assessment is. Make it an order. You do realize you're dealing with a man, right? As a man, I require that order in writing, signed and sealed type of thing. Yeah, this, the thing is you can't really predict what they're going to send you back, but... No, no, I'm talking about if I go and face the judge tomorrow. Uh, I, that wasn't my idea. That was your idea. Well, I mean, I don't have to go in and see the judge. I could just deal with the clerk. But I just want to make sure that you know they don't, you know they don't go past that deadline, and then you know something else comes along. Yeah, but what what deadline? There can't be a deadline with no order yet. That is true, but they, you know you know how it goes. Like they're saying, you have till five o'clock today. And you say, I have till five o'clock today to do what? And they're just sitting and not answering you. 
So what happens at five o'clock? I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Oh, just just by five o'clock. That's the deadline. Deadline for what? And then no answer. So now you're just going to presume what you have to do before five o'clock because nobody told you. They can't hold you liable for a deadline when they haven't given you the order in the first place. Yep, that makes sense. So if you, have, so if you yeah. have something on record before saying, I'm waiting for the order, and then you file something else, just happens to be before the deadline, which I wouldn't mention, but you also filed something again before the deadline was up, saying, where's the order? I'm still waiting. And then so now if they come up and say, oh, by the way, you missed the deadline, say, what deadline? I'm still waiting for the order. So so the notice would be um, still waiting for order? Yeah. Hello, guys, remember me, the order? Where is it? And that would make reference to the other notice filed on this day in brackets or something? Uh, or use it as an exhibit? Um, yeah, you could. I don't know if you would need to, but you could. Just to let them know that I've already put in a notice. You guys ignored it. Here's another notice. Okay. But I'd keep it really short because they're going to get the hint. Like you don't have to go in detail about the first notice because you're you're going to put a copy with it anyways. So they'll know. Like you could, um, you could say. Uh, I am man. I'm still waiting for a proper order. So I can comply uh, with said order. Yeah, you could put um, something like on such and such a date, I am man filed uh, a notice, want of order, C Exhibit A. Uh, to this day, I have not yet received a copy of said order. And then I say here, we'll verify in open court that I'll hear and be true. Date it, sign it. You're going to have to repeat that because uh, I didn't record it. What? Hold on. Um, hold on, hold on. What are you are on? you recording me? <laughs> no, the phone is, but I haven't set it up yet. Oh, so you corded me already, and now you're recording me. Yep. And then I'm gonna re-record you. Uh oh. <laughs> you got the tape rolling yet? Oh, hold on. Holy shit. Oh, you may as well pause it. I forgot already. <laughs> well, practice. <laughs> <laughs>
No network connection. Connect to networks and try again. What the hell is all this? Hey man, who do you work for? FB1. <laughs> Just so you know, Mike, you got a lot of people on the call. All right, we're ready now. And you file a notice something like, on such and such a date, I, a man, filed a notice, want of order, uh, see Exhibit A, to this day, and then put the date. I have not yet received a copy of said order. And then I say here, we'll verify in open court that I'll hear and be true, date it and sign it. You, you don't want to say once I uh, properly get the order, or just uh, that's already in Exhibit A? Well, if you put it in Exhibit A, there's no real need to say it again. You could, right. but. Yeah, I, I might do it, but, you know, because just, just to put it in front of them again, that, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I'll comply with, with the proper order as soon as they. So putting it in front of them again is not enough. You have to do it twice. Yeah, just to be doubly sure. All right, that sounds good. I'll I'll do that and file an end. And okay, then no. uh, so I'll ask the clerk. Do I have to go in front of the judge for this? They told me they said something about a deadline of today. Well, of course, you're going in there asking, do I have to do this? Do I have to do that? Well, yeah, I'm going to be telling you what to do for sure. Okay. So am I required to go in front of the judge? Will you bring in front of this, ju- this in front of the judge and let me know what he, when he's going to give me the order? Yeah, but why don't you let them make all the big decisions? Why are you asking them if if they want you to do this or if they want you to do that? All right, so don't even don't even mention it. It's on them. No, where's the frickin' order? You guys didn't get my yeah. notice? Where's my frickin' order? Yeah, I got it. All right, yeah, I, wouldn't ask- I wouldn't be asking for hearings. I wouldn't be... Yammering in front of a judge, I wouldn't be arguing with any clerks. It's just funny that you told them, make sure you put that order in writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're still waiting for it in writing. They're not going to put it in writing. It's just making them look really stupid. Where's the order? Where's the order? Where's the order? And they just don't ever give you an order. It makes them look bad. How are they going to enforce something that doesn't exist? That sounds good. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. We have some chance. And that makes so much sense, Mike. With the order. 
Yeah, like even if um even if somebody wanted to appeal the case for some reason, you still need a copy of the order. You couldn't even appeal it. So if Vital was choosing to go the appeal route, they would be interfering with his right to appeal. Well, we all know what an appeal means. It's yes. not going to get you anywhere. But even in their own rules, they he wouldn't be able to even play by their rules because they're not playing by their own rules. Right. But to appeal, he would have to have a, a copy of the written order, and he would also have to have a copy of the transcripts. And the transcripts aren't ready either, or the audios. Oh, suppose you don't have a transcript. You suppose can't there was. Suppose you, there was no hearing. Well, if there was no hearing, it's voidable. How so? Because how... Well, I don't know. It depends on the situation. It depends on how everything happened. But if there was no hearing, there was no decision. Or if there was no hearing, you obviously didn't have your opportunity to give your evidence, your side of the story. That would be due process, correct? Yes. But I don't know the whole situation. I don't know if it's uh, judicial, non-judicial. I don't know if all that applies. But realistically, if you get three letters in the mail, you've been given proper notice, you failed to respond, then technically they have all they need to go in and... If you don't show up for court, they get a default judgment. Okay, the- suppose you did. Suppose you did respond, and then they never, they never had a hearing, and went right away for the uh, default judgment, or not, not the default judgment, um, summary judgment. Well, without knowing what the case is about. Who's it, they, would be for, it would be a foreclosure and a, um, oh, shit. Foreclosure and a, um, it's right on the top of my tongue. But see, I don't know who they are. I don't know what they sent. I don't know what you okay, respond to. They are the bank and and the lawyer. But still, I don't know what they wrote. I don't know what you wrote back. I don't know what the judge said. I don't know what the order was. There's so many things that it's it's not just one of those questions where you can give an answer. There's a whole process that played out. Yeah, apparently. And what I did at the beginning, because I didn't know any better, I did an extension of time, and that's when the judge ruled against me and gave them the gave the bank the summary summary judgment. Is this the same incident where you paid with money orders and then you canceled the money orders? Oh uh, yeah, but that's separate. 
Well, it's not separate. That's the debt. That's what the whole case is based on. Well, that's correct, but it, that was not issued into the case. Because you canceled the payment, you're in default. We no, had this Mike, I got the summary judgment first, and then when I started listening to Carl is when I did the money orders. So that was like two years later after I got the summary judgment. Well, the fact is you stopped making payments and then you made two payments by money order and they accepted the money orders but didn't cash them. But then you canceled the money orders, meaning they didn't accept them. And then you didn't send any new money orders. So you've made no payments, so you're in dishonor. And they're steamrolling you. All right. See, if I were you, I would find out who you're supposed to be paying and I would start paying them. And then I would be disputing or challenging the debt. But right now, the way that the courts are looking at it is you're the debtor and you just stopped paying. So now you're in dishonor. And that's a terrible position to be in. You just threw a fit and stopped paying. You didn't go about it the proper way. I know I'm screwing up at times. I agree, Mike. But that's what I tell everybody that has any kind of a debt issue is start paying your debt, make some kind of affordable payments, make any kind of payment you can at least get into honor that you're trying to pay, you're doing the best you can, your best good faith effort, your best effort, whatever. You're actually trying to make payments. But when you just stop paying, it looks bad. You're going to lose every time. <laughs> the way The way the law is, you acknowledge that there is a debt by paying the debt. You realize there was a debt, you knew it was your debt, you paid your debt, and then all of a sudden you just stopped paying. You didn't renegotiate, you didn't counter offer, you didn't weasel out of the contract, you just right. stopped paying. Right. Yeah, I would find out who who actually believes that they own the house and start making some kind of monthly payment. And then start challenging the debt after they've accepted a couple payments. I'll work on that tomorrow. Done really uh But see, I don't know in your case too, um it doesn't make sense to do that if you're going to go the route where take your house off my land. I did that as well. I wasn't really sure about that. 
You can't be doing too many things or one is going to make the other one ineffective. Exactly. Exactly. I agree with that. But I did do that with the the, uh, sheriff's office. And I'm anxious to see the feedback that she she uh, gives me. Feedback. I hope she gives me feedback. By feedback, do you mean an answer? Yes. Okay. Well, I don't. I don't give a fuck about feedback. I expect an answer. So it just kind of threw me off. I don't know what feedback means. Okay, feedback answer. To me, that's the both thing, same thing. They're not even close to the same. All right, answer back. If you're asking me for feedback, I'm going to give you some random thoughts, some opinions, some beliefs, some possibilities. Maybe what I would do if I were you. But... An answer is completely different. An answer means this is my question and answer it. Okay, so then I guess I gave her some questions and Uh-oh. I want her to answer it. So you said you gave her questions and you want her to answer it. Okay, Mike, you're putting me in a hole. Well, you're saying these strange things. I don't know what you're saying. How many questions did you ask? You mean in a deeper hole? Currently, I need a hole, so I want to swim. Hell, I don't know. Put fish in it. I gave her, like, maybe three to four questions. Uh Uh-oh. One was, how are you going to deliver, how are you going to take possession of this home? Or actually, how does Wells Fargo, how does it do with something with Wells Fargo? How do they claim they own this home? Does um, Wells Fargo own the land? Uh, how, how are you going to take possession of the home? And can corporations own land? That's it. That's all I wrote. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of good. It's kind of not how I would do it. Um... Yeah, I don't know. According to Carl, that should go up to the legal department and it should stop everything. Yeah, I think I would have I think I would have put it a little bit different, but it'll definitely be interesting to see what kind of answer comes back. Absolutely. 
he said that that should right away go up to the uh, legal department. You're probably because not going to get an answer. They're probably just going to, they may just back off, and then that's the idea. Right. Yes. Well, right. He says it, the sheriff should take it up to the legal department, and then let's see what the legal department says, and they're not going to touch it. And they'll back off. So we will see. Yeah, it's kind of interesting how he worded it. I'm not sure. But I guess that's not exactly how he worded it, is it? Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll, I'll send you the tape, Mike. I haven't recorded. We ended up going to Walmart, or Walmart and buying a brand new tape recorder just so I can tape when I went down to see him in person. Didn't I tell you to do that a long time ago, get a recorder? Yes, Mike, please don't bust my stones. <laughs> Isn't it my time to bust yours? Yours? Vital Again? Says, Vital says I need to bust yours more often. Again? Bust his balls again? I know. That's all you do. I well, you keep telling me to bust him more. And you're a obedient little slave, aren't you? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? You're in a bit. I was gonna say something that starts with S L, but. <laughs> and you're an obedient little slave, aren't you? I still don't understand what you said. Mike, can you translate? <laughs> Why well, I got it? She must need it from a Canadian. <laughs> oh, how do you know I'm a Canadian? Maybe I'm just surrounded by Canadians, eh? Okay, guys, stop it. We got a lot uh, of people in the call. Does anyone have a question? Please ask away for Michael. I yeah, do. If you don't Michael have a question, shut up. Hold on, hold on. Someone has a question. If you don't ask a question, we're going to have to keep picking on Cheyenne. Stop it. Anyone <laughs> yeah. Anyone have a question for Michael? Or Mike. Someone did just spoke up. Speak up. Fake. Okay, we got a lot of callers on the phone. We got a lot of people in the chat. Tons of people in the chat, Mike. Anyone with a call with a question? Or I'm gonna oh my god, we got plenty of people on the phone. Are you gonna stop busting people's balls about asking a question? What about if they don't have any questions? Or they're afraid. If someone doesn't step forward, I'm gonna beat the shit out of Vitale. <laughs> this is awesome. Oh, what are you going to do with all that shit? <laughs> Mill it. Hell, I don't know. You going to preserve it for the winter? <laughs> Heck no. Come on, someone, please, step up. 
How about that uh, eternal slacker, uh, LM? I don't know who that is. <laughs> Daddy was on the call. Let me see if he's even on there. We got Tennessee. We got Illinois. No, another Illinois. New York, no, Georgia, Traveler. If he's on, he's listening on the on the computer. He's not on the phone. So okay. how much how Eric, long how much longer? That Eric seventy seven. Ask Cheyenne more questions. <laughs> well, please ask away on the chat board. I'll post it. I'll, I'll I will throw it to Mike. Hey, how much longer the call gonna go for? Uh, I started at like five after eight, I think. All right, so we only got hours. So we got two more hours. So when we have that slacker LM call in on the phone. Okay, LM is guest nine. Well, maybe maybe he's got a maybe he's got a virus on his phone too. (laughs) Cheyenne, have you sent that letter? No. Uh, and I'm not speaking about my, any any of my stuff right now. But no, thank that's you. fine. I just I I was just curious if you had sent it. That's all. Thank you. Thank you. Hey Mike, I have a surprise for you. Uh oh. <laughs> the suspense is killing me. <laughs> Well, it's not me. Anybody on the call or in the chat that has a question, please come forward so do we don't have fool? to listen to V-Tile. How do you make a fool wait? <laughs> I'll tell you tomorrow. Okay, L M. Now I'm getting the hiccups. L M is guest nine. Can you please call in? L M. Who's L M? I have no clue who L M is. Janine. B Cow was asking about him. Him, her. I got the hiccups. Yeah, somebody call in. We need someone to pick on. That benefits Cheyenne. Yep. What's that? You'd be digging a bigger a bigger hole. Maybe to hold your nuts in. <laughs> in my wow, I'm gonna kick your ass. <laughs> you keep this shit up. <laughs> and Mike's laughing. I'm not laughing. <laughs> yes, you the hell if you're not. <laughs> Come on, people. Speak up. So, Cheyenne, let's hear about your case some more. Okay. No, I've got a question. Witness statements, when you actually attach them as an exhibit, do they have to be in square boxes? Um, I wouldn't. No. Thanks, okay. Janine. Thanks, Janine. Okay. So, no square boxes. 
they're just but they're just part of the, the exhibit yeah i don't i don't think you would have to mention any kind of witness statement or anything like that in the actual claim itself um okay so don't put the exhibit d well, you can put it as an exhibit, but I don't think you'd have to mention it in the main claim. I'm not really sure. Um, might have to think about that. Oh, we got him, Cheyenne. He's got to think about something. This is this is this doesn't happen very often with Mike. I didn't think he was capable. <laughs> hey, aren't you surprised that he's got to think about something? I'm surprised that he can I think. Am. I am, because he's just really quick at coming back with stuff. He is. So, especially you know, bu- saying, saying that he has nuts. to think about it is like, wow. That's beautiful. Thank you for the and question. And I thought, I thought it was the most stupidest question ever, and I thought, oh, I'll just ask That's why he's got to think about it. He can't deal with stupid stuff. Well, think, think of more, Janine. <laughs> Let's okay. go back to common law. Okay. And anyone else on the phone call, can you please step in? I'm sure you have many questions. Anybody Mike, on the chat board, please Mike has step a, in. Mike, Mike has a hard time thinking with busted balls. <laughs> can Cyan be quiet? I'm, I, still I'm, I'm sorry, but I didn't, I didn't hear Cheyenne mention that she was going to hurt Mike in any way, but I did okay. hear her mention your name. Yeah, somehow, as full of shit as Vital is, she's going to beat all the shit right out of him. (laughs) She's got a lot of experience at doing that. Of course, I'd have to have some kind of splatter gear on, but I'd love to see it. Hey, my stuff is solid. (laughs) It was a figure of speech, guys. Stop it. (laughs) Oh, that's a shitty speech. Exactly. It was it was wrong speech. Exactly. Yeah. I just want to go back to common law. Hopefully, Mike can help other people. You wouldn't know common law if you came face to face with it. What are you talking about? Vital, answer Janine. What? He can't. He's too busy thinking about it. I didn't hear what you said. What? I'm trying to do four things at the same time. All right. I'm trying to I bring the surprise with, on for Mike. I would hate to say what the four things were, but go ahead, Janine. face lie. That's what Mike, my friend Michael, Mike, Michael Evans, he used to say, an excuse is just a thin covering over a bare-faced lie. An excuse is covering up for a bold-faced lie? No. An excuse is just a thin covering over a bare-faced lie. 
Okay. You're like, oh, I, I, I didn't go to church this morning, you know, because oh, I had all this stuff happening with the kids. You know, that's the excuse he used not to go to church. Not that he couldn't, he just didn't want to. You know, instead of saying, look, I just didn't want to go to church, so so I'm going to just going to use the kids as, as an excuse. <laughs> that would be the truth. Nobody's going to answer her? There's a, lot of, there's a lot of people on the phone. A lot? What do you mean a lot? Okay. All right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, but only eight, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. There's thirteen on open lines. And eleven and and well, there's eleven on open lines and two that are that are muted. I know. I wish someone would um, come forth. You said there's thirty people. There are eleven. Oh, okay. That have got that are on the phones with an open line. There are two that. Um, that are showing that they are on the phones, but they are muted. So thirteen one three. All right. All right, Janine. Are you coming back, Janine? Sit back and write down some questions. Say yes, Mike. We'll keep this call rolling on Common Law. I have one. I ha- I have one with uh, Mike. Uh, if you can speak more about jurisdiction and how Carl says about jurisdiction, how you can roll that like four times around. I don't understand that. Jurisdiction basically just means control. I don't know what you mean by Carl said you can roll jurisdiction around four times. I've never heard that. I don't know what that means. He said it in and many times he said in one sentence that or two sentences when he was looking at, at another person's paperwork, he said that they went around with jurisdiction. They changed oh. jurisdiction. Yeah, they cha- they change the jurisdiction because in one sentence they're in one jurisdiction, say admiralty law, that's how I understand it. In another sentence they're in common law. In another sentence they're in, you, you know, I mean, someone with Carl's experience would, would be able to pick up on that sort of stuff. I'd, I'd have a look at it and go, I've got no idea. Well, actually, that's... He would, that's he would have to physically show me... Janine, still go back to your questions, please, so we can keep this call rolling on common law, please. Thank you. I've got to think about it. Let me just put my thinking cap on. 
Okay. We don't want you thinking. You might hurt yourself. That so might be a very so good Mike, possibility can, because if I don't think correctly, I'm telling you, Mike is going to smack me in the head. And so I don't Mike, say, oh, no, oh, I don't now you say Mike. Oh, now you say Mike is violent. No, no. You say Mike abuses women. No. Okay, guys, stop it. Stop it. Let Mike Mike answer the question, please. And Janine's going to be asking more questions to keep it on common law. So, Mike, can you please answer the questions? I'm not not being mean here. I just want to keep this call on common law. Well... I don't know if it's necessarily important to be able to recognize all the jurisdiction changes, but... Why not? Because I don't care if they're doing admiralty law, merchant law, or what. I don't care what they're doing. If they're not referring to me as a man, there's a problem. If there's not a man or woman making a claim, then there's a problem. And here's uh, on uh, on what Janine was saying about all the jurisdictions on uh, on paperwork. Uh, that's a way to attack them because they're jumping all over different jurisdictions. Uh, and um, you can see in some documents, um, like the court name will be written one way. And then somewhere else will be written a different way. Like in one place, it'll say the um, uh, Boston court, let's say. In another place, it'll say Boston court. Uh, one place will have all capital letters. Another place will have upper lowercase. And uh, that's all different um, uh, entities. And that's kind of what he's talking about. When he, when he looks at it, he can see. Uh, and and as we learn, we start noticing that because I notice it now. Um, the Massachusetts trial court is not the same thing as the Massachusetts trial court or the trial court. Well, I have noticed about the the uh, with the caps and then lowercase, uppercase. I have noticed that. Yep, well, that would be a jurisdiction change. Also, Mo mentioned, you know, um, avoiding an order because the court has, um, is hearing a case that, it's at, that is outside their jurisdiction. For example, they can only hear cases up to the amount of $5,000 where the case went through court where it was over 12000 or something. Well, that's just, that's totally two different courts. So they're they're outside their jurisdiction. There, uh, I think uh, Carl calls it jumping jurisdiction or something like that. Oh, okay. Mike, can we go into void orders? That would be a great topic to go into, if you don't mind. Uh. Is there anything about void orders we haven't covered? If there is, we just haven't thought about it yet. 
He asked you a question. Answer him. Answer her? No, me. Is there something about void orders we haven't covered yet? I'm just trying to throw stuff out that so we can say on common law that newbies that are on the phone call can hear well, keep this call going. But you That's keep all asking, I'm trying to do. You keep asking questions, and then as soon as somebody tries to answer the questions, you're like, oh, enough of that. Let's switch to common law. And then you ask another question, and then while we're asking that, you're like, oh, enough of that. Let's switch to common law. Oh, well, then I apologize. I didn't mean to do that. Yeah, but I don't know. I think... um, I think people are too easily distracted with all the other crap. Um, Like, I don't care how they spell my name. I don't care if it's upper, lower case. I don't care what they're calling me. They can call me a spinach casserole if they wish. I really don't care. The point is, where's the man or woman that claims I've done wrong? If there's a verifiable claim, if there's a man or woman, if I've done something wrong, let me know and I will compensate them. Other than that, I have no reason to be here. That's all you really need to know about jurisdiction. Is there another man claiming I've done wrong? But also with a board order. That's all you really need because they never come forth. Yeah, well, almost every case is the same. There's never a plaintiff. There's never a witness. There's never a harm, loss, or injury. Like, there's never anything. Right. Except a bunch of presumptions. Right. The only thing they can act on is when they're uh, acting to secure and protect the property of another man. But let's also be clear, too, when people are hiring a lawyer and running into court, they're telling the court that they're just like a little baby or they're retarded or they're old and senile. They can't handle themselves and they need somebody from the court to speak for them. So they basically, by hiring a lawyer, waive all their rights. Oh, my God. Mike, I never knew about when I when I was on those calls. And I brought up about the four legs, and then you end up mentioning about if you hire a lawyer, you gave them the four legs. I never knew that. Yep. What? What you say? If you do what? If you hire a lawyer, you're pretty much handing them full jurisdiction right there. Exactly. Yep. You agreed to have a court officer speak for you, so you've entered their jurisdiction. Well, it has to do with the four legs. Like Richard Cornforth puts out. And those four legs are? A lawyer. No, the four legs are not a lawyer. No, no, number one would be a lawyer. Number two would be... Oh, right. Number one would be a plaintiff. Number two would be a defendant. Um, Number, I don't know what 
I don't know. I I fall asleep every time I try to watch a Richard Cornforth video. No, the full okay, edge of jurisdiction is is uh, in personal jurisdiction uh, and Raz um, standing and I forget what the other one is. I think that's what four, four legs. You've got to have two people. Is it a witness matter and witness? Subject matter. I think that's the one I was missing. But what what subject matter is that? Like if if the subject of this court case is child custody, then family court has subject matter jurisdiction over child custody cases. So if if somebody dragged me into traffic court and said, I'm taking your kids away, I would say, hold on a minute. This court doesn't have subject matter jurisdiction. This is traffic court. You don't have child custody jurisdiction. It's also known as proper venue. How would it be proper venue? Because venue is that is isn't that with the building? Yeah, venue is just the location. Right. Okay. So if you haven't got a witness, you can't go ahead. Well, no. They can. They can if you don't say anything. Right. What? See, if we like uh, a rock can't sue a mailbox unless the man or no, a, a rock can't sue a man unless a man calls himself a rock and agrees to be sued by a rock. Right. You don't really need any witnesses if there's if it's man to man, you know, th- there's no need for witnesses. The, the okay, claim, so just, the, the claim can still go ahead. It'll be all pretty much circumstantial evidence. No, because you have first hand oh. knowledge. He has first hand knowledge. Joe, the guess is. Yeah, but no witness. It's a wash, and then it goes based on whatever evidence there is. Or it depends if it's equity, the judge will decide. Right. My my word against his right. Okay. Fair and reasonable. Yeah, yeah. With, with um, you know, if I've got any evidence at all to back that up, I'm going to use that and add that to the case. But see, if you don't have a witness, the next best thing is their own confession on paper which is the purpose of writing letters and asking questions. Get the other side to say stupid stuff on the paper that you can use against them, which is yeah. exactly what the state does against the people. All right. Okay, question. I've, I've actually put a couple of um, questions to my sisters and they just refuse to answer at all. Well, if you drag them into court one day, they'll be forced to answer in court. Right. Okay. I'm going to have to put you on a plane, Mike. Get you mm-hmm. over here. Won't be able to do it by myself. What kind of woman is that? 
Yeah, just wait till she whoops this Steven guy about the dog incident. Then she'll be brave. Well, yeah, I've still got a lot to learn, a lot to learn. So you said that you wrote on the chat, Janine, that uh, by hiring a lawyer, you instantly waive all your rights. I don't believe that's correct. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't say all your rights, but you waived jurisdiction. I think that's oh. pretty much hands down. You okay. fully waived jurisdiction. You waive a lot of stuff, but but I don't think it's all your rights because you can always claim your right, not you know, to remain silent and and so on. Yeah, which is more like civil rights. They're not really rights. They're rights that have been given to you and can be taken away. So really, they're not rights. They're more like privileges. Right, yeah, yeah. But by signing a waiver of assistance to counsel, um, I actually have a copy of it. Uh, you do waive, you know, a, a few rights. Okay. So, right. You just what you're you're reading. It's not. It's. I should have put. You lose your jurisdiction. Well. You, you don't you grant them jurisdiction over over your person basically i think it's what happened yeah okay which would probably be the more correct term grant them jurisdiction well you she did she hired a lawyer correct yes So can uh, she yeah. end up putting that into co-counsel? Yeah, I don't co-counsel. see the point in having co-counsel either. Why not? Like, one of my first notices that I'm going to file is that I'm an idiot in regard to the legal society. I don't know legalese. I don't know the customs and processes and procedures of the legal society. I don't understand any of it. So if I go and hire a legalese interpreter, now I know exactly what's going on. I have an interpreter telling me. Hmm. I'd rather just be an idiot. I'm not part of your society. I don't understand your society. And no law requires me to understand your society. Janine, I would really hate to ask you this, but what did you end up paying for the lawyer? If you don't mind me asking. What lawyer? Pardon? What lawyer? What lawyer? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you hired a lawyer. Uh, for for a lawyer to to settle my um, uh, father's will, which I paid for. Okay. Okay. Yep. To, uh, about five cases. grand. Okay. All about right. $5,000 for that, for the, for the will. Is that what you mean? For my dad's will. 
to have it sorted. And that's not yeah, going anywhere, is it? Uh, yeah. Hey, this is a good question, Mike. If if a if a lawyer, solicitor, or whatever they are, legalese, come up and say, "Look, we're just here to administer your father's will," does that give them the right to say the other side wants this, that, and the other? Well, I don't know who thinks they can just come up and take over. The the will is the contract. That is the law. Mm. So if 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 you're a party to that contract, nobody can just change that contract without your consent. No lawyer has the right to just change the law as he feels like it. Right, because a female lawyer, she just come up to me and she said, your sisters want the crystals. Like, what, the, was, what was my father's wishes? What's on their contract? That's right. So the thing is that that's, that's what sort of threw me because I thought, hang on a minute, I thought you're supposed to follow what's in, what's in this contract. And now you're coming and saying your sisters want this, this and this? Okay, That's well, they're willing to give for it. Yeah, I didn't know all that stuff. Yeah, if, I had a, if I knew yeah. now what I knew then, there'd be a whole lot different story. There'd be a whole lot of stuff going on that I would have slam dunked them into the dirt if I had no, even if, known now what I knew. If you knew now what you knew then, you wouldn't know anything of this. Yeah, what if I knew then what I know now? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, just see, see, I'm yeah, dyslexic. See, yeah. I think I think the way it should work is right away. Whatever the will says, this goes to these people. These go to these people. This goes to this person. Once everything. Everything should be divvied up according to the contract. Because that the is contract, the contract, and then, then the woman and or then, man yeah. has a choice to, to yes, hand then, it over. Yeah, if if somebody says, "Hey Janine, I wanted those rings. How about I trade you the the furniture for the rings?" And then if mm -hmm. you say yeah, then you have your own private contract because now everybody has their property and they can do as they wish with their own property. Okay, well, then that's easy. It's trespass, um, interfering with my right to property, and that is my claim. Yeah, I don't know. You'd have to think about it. It might be a breach of contract. It might be administering property without right. <laughs> it could be... Um, no, it's either it, yeah, it's either, well, it could be breach of contract. It'd be some kind of theft. Could be I don't know. Could be probably a few different things. So it's probably a good idea to decide exactly what you think would be the better plan of attack. Well, I'm going to have to study that to find out if it's if it's it's if it's better going with a breach of contract. Or interference, interference with, with with property, with right to property. 
Yeah, I would stay. Um, I would stay focused on the uh, dog dog issue right now. Yeah. And make sure you got that all locked down tight before I would go worrying about. Because the other things kind of calmed down. It's not in a big rush right now. No, no, it's not. No, no, it's not. And the thing is, it's um, while while it's calm, I can just make one or two phone calls, go and see one or two people, see if they are ever if if any evidence can come forward through them that can actually, you know, strengthen my case a little bit further. Yeah, I think I'd be writing letters. I don't think I'd be phoning people. I guess it kind of depends on who you're phoning and for what, but generally I would put everything in writing. Oh, yeah, the no, not with my sisters, no, no. They're just really nasty. Can't even talk to them. Mm-mm. Yeah, phone calls are good on occasion, but I I really recommend people not using the phone for anything. Yeah, yeah. Yep, and get it all in writing. Yep. But it's great because it gives me time to think. You know, um, while I'm slow at thinking and while a really smart person can come up with something just like that and I go, wow, that's brilliant, you know, um, some, you know, that that's like, usually that might take me half a year or something and all of a sudden I'll go, oh, that's interesting, yeah, that's a good question to ask. If I gave, if I handed everything, all those good things over to them willing and willingly and freely, like we're the best of sisters, how come we haven't spoken mm-hmm. since they took it? You know, show show me show me evidence where you have actually phoned me up six times in the year. They don't yeah, have it. They, that's irrelevant. Like. The contract says I get X, Y, and Z. I don't have X, Y, and Z. Where is it? Mm. And let them explain. It's like just short and simple. Don't be saying anything. Here's the law. I don't have it. Why? What? What happened? Where's my shit? Same thing with the other case. You sent the guy the bill. He hasn't paid the bill. Don't bother wasting time with anything else. Where's the money? I gave you the bill. Where's the money? Same thing with her. Wait a minute. Uh, I haven't followed this whole thing. Didn't the man answer back saying that he'd be willing to pay half, meet her halfway? He just said, I, 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 his statement was, I am prepared to meet you halfway. Okay. So that could be halfway up the street, shake my hand and go, there you go. I've met you halfway. See you later. Well, Have a nice day. Hold on. But you could you could uh, then convert that to your benefit by writing him and saying, that's great that you agreed to pay half the bill, but I require 75% or the whole bill or whatever. Yeah, but why? And will you pay the rest? Why? why? <laughs> well, I don't see the point in that. His dogs cause damage to her property. And he 
he there was witnesses that saw him do it and she has a vet bill and all she's requiring he do is compensate her for the vet bill and everything else is forgiven and he's not he's all he's trying to do is get 50 percent off of what he owes right so he he no, made an no. offer now it's on her to to get back no. to him no no yeah, here's but, the bill pay the bill i let you yeah, off with hold, everything hold on else. mike hold the on bill. mike the big thing is her dogs were off a leash no it isn't it's got nothing to do with no matter it has nothing to do with it there's no such were, thing were, as were their dogs was the other man's dogs on a leash it doesn't matter. All that no, matters is her property caused damage from no. her property. Here in Pennsylvania, that's huge. No, it isn't. In Pennsylvania, maybe, in Pennsylvania, maybe, but not to a man or woman, doesn't make a lick of difference. Exactly. Same as speeding fines. Same as speeding fines. They're huge everywhere around the world, but Carl couldn't get off them. Why, why can Carl get out of them? Because he knows the law. Because when he goes into law, he's standing as a man. He's saying, well, have I, is there any harm, injury, or loss caused? The whole point of this is, is his property caused damage to her property? It's black and white letter of the law. He's lying. Yeah, well, maybe I should have said that. Your property caused damage to my property and not your dog's caused damage to my property. Is that going to make it, any difference? It's not a big deal. They're his dogs. He's the owner. He's liable. Mm. His property. doesn't matter if it's his car, his dog, his skateboard. His property caused damage to your property. Yeah. If, his, if a branch falls off his tree and goes through your living room window, it's his tree, his property that caused damage to your house, your property. If my car rolls down the hill and smashes into yours, it's my problem because it's my car caused damage to your car. My dog gets out of the backyard and bites your wife. My kid gets off the leash and throws a rock through your window. It doesn't matter. My wife gets off the leash and pours bleach on your rose bush. It's my fault, my wife, my problem. The owner is liable, always. So how it happens doesn't really matter. But the thing is, the man is trying to settle in private, and he made an offer. And the ball is on Janine's court now. He hasn't made anything. I thought he, he, said, he said he would be willing to meet you halfway. Yeah, what but does that, he, that mean? doesn't mean anything. What does that mean? It doesn't he mean hasn't anything. He said, I'll meet you halfway with the vet bill. See, that's just Vital putting on his presumption pants. He didn't, he didn't offer anything. He didn't well, offer anything. What I'm saying is you could take that to your advantage and turn it back on him and say, you know, that's great that you're willing to pay half, but I require the whole payment. When will you pay the rest? But that's just or not going around. Have, or when can I have the whole payment? That's yeah, just not I, I, yeah, I wouldn't even bother. But I gave you the bill. You haven't paid it yet. Do 
She like she wasted time and gas money going to the vet. She had all the other shit to deal with, all the writing letters. She's going to have all this shit to deal with filing a claim. And this is all because this dirtbag can't just pay the damages. He's being dishonorable. He knows what is he knows what he and his property did. He knows he's liable to compensate. And he's just saying, I'll pay half. It's it's half your fault, so I'll pay half. No, but it ain't half my fault. I don't see any point in her even arguing with all that. All that smoke and mirrors, all the misdirection. Putting on the presumption pants. 20 questions. What do you mean halfway? If what it do was going to be like, even half my fault, I would have to cause him $196.45 in damages. I would have to, he would have to produce a bill to say that I have caused him that harm. See, if, that harm. Her, if her property was on his property, that would be a different story. But she has done absolutely nothing to, to make this happen. It was his dogs that did it, not her dog. Her dog. His dogs raced up to my. Yeah. On my footpath. Yeah. Nobody. Nobody's property was doing anything until this guy's dogs went out and did something in the neighborhood. Your dog gets out of your backyard and bites the neighbor. It's your fault because it's your dog that you didn't have control over. Everybody knows that the owner is liable. Yep. Even if even if I go to the dog park, it doesn't matter if that dog is on a leash, off a leash, it's a public park. If my dogs were to cause an, another dog damage, guess what? I would be liable. That's why do, it says owners must uh, are liable for their are responsible for their dog's behaviour. Yeah, it's just common sense. Yeah. My skateboard ends up through your living room window. It's probably my fault. My skateboard. Of course, if somebody was in unlawful possession of my skateboard, maybe that's a different story, but I should be in control of my skateboard at all times. It should never be through my neighbor's window. What about if it goes through your neighbor's window because somebody cut into your path? I don't quite follow you on this one yet. If you're going skateboarding down the street and someone cuts in your path. Yep. And you go flying in the air and the skateboard goes into the window. Yep, they're responsible. Yeah, it's your skateboard. It went through the window, yeah. If you got a beef with this guy that cut you off, that's your beef with the guy that cut you off. So the guy that cut you off, if he was wrong, he's liable. Yes, but that's still your skateboard that went through your neighbor's window. But someone interfered with your ability to keep your skateboard under control. Well... 
were you going from point A to point B, or were you, quote, skateboarding? Is skateboarding defined in the um, in the driving code? There is one. Are you wow. delivering? Are you delivering pizza on a skateboard? What happened? It's a, what about that? Can you help me with this? Can you help me with that? And yet nobody's getting on the phones and saying, well, look, this is, this is my situation. Hey everyone, thank you for coming. Mike's call. Is anyone on the call? Unless you guys are not done. I mean, you guys can keep going on. Uh, anyone on the call that has a question for Mike? I don't, I truly do not want to interrupt with you and Mike and Janine. Tell I can care less. Uh-huh. <laughs> East Tennessee is is uh, unmuted. Central Minnesota is unmuted. Southern Illinois is unmuted. New York, North Georgia, Georgia and Travel Alone. You guys can speak right. up. Right. Every, everybody. Everybody's unmuted unless they muted themselves. Who is Yankee? Who is that Yankee Bama? Yankee and Bama, who? that's uh, Robin. She I doesn't believe. have to be jurisdiction. <laughs> that's why she's using a fake name. <laughs> so she can give you color of law jurisdiction. <laughs> color oh, we, haven't heard. we haven't heard. Go ahead. Oh, I just said color of face. jurisdiction. Face <laughs> one. So we haven't heard from her in a while, wondering how things are going. Maybe she can call in and update us. Oh, she's mooted out. No, she's not on the call. She's not on the call. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. Not on my screen, she's not. On my screen, she's not. She's in the chat, but she's not on the call. That's what I have. Well, I show that she's on the call. Oh, the phone's... The computer's old. Alrighty. The like ghost you. in the machine. The ghost in the machine. Okay, Janine, do you have any more common law questions? No. No, because I'll just concentrate on one thing at a time, and that's that's this case, and I've done all I can at the moment, so now it's just um, just listening to Carl, just getting getting more of some lent sense. Yeah, just letting the pieces fall, fall where they may. Yeah, I think if this 
I think this guy, if this guy's serious about an offer, he would have made an offer. I think he just knows he's pretty much screwed. He knows what his dogs did, and he knows there's a bunch of witnesses. And he probably went to a lawyer, and the lawyer probably told him he's screwed, and he should probably do this, this, and this. Well, well actually, I'm Mike, actually, I'll, hold, I'll, I'll hold, hold on, hold on, Janine, hold on. Mike, the letter that she got, the letter that Janine got, it looked like it did come from a lawyer, but they put the neighbor's name down. Yeah, it was either written by a lawyer and signed by him, or mm-hmm. he called up a lawyer and a lawyer told him pretty much what to write. Um, yeah. Right. It that really looked like it came from a lawyer. Right. Yeah, I would say he definitely at least got advice from a lawyer. I don't know if a lawyer wrote it or told him what to write or what it was. I think uh, I think if he wrote it himself, he did pretty good. I think if a lawyer wrote it and he just signed it, pretty shitty for a lawyer. It really looks like it came from a lawyer. But no, he's he's gone to the probably the Townsville Community Legal Center, got some legal advice, and um, just say, look, the only thing we can do is scare a bit, you know, and just do that. And as as Mike as as everybody has said, well, different people have said, is there if there's one thing that isn't true in in that letter, um, you know, that makes the rest of it untrue. And in that letter, it states it has not been proven that your dogs are registered. Well, I don't have to prove it to him. I just have to. I can produce those documents in court. Yeah, but you don't need to. But I don't need to. That's right. I, I don't need to. I'm not. I'm not going to produce them. No, I'm not going to produce them because I feel that if I produce that, that'll give them jurisdiction. Well, yeah. If if you if you start if you start saying. Look, by the way, I did follow the rules of Monopoly. Mm. Okay, well, you just admitted that you play Monopoly and you're part of the Monopoly Club. And now they're going to hold you to all the rules of Monopoly. Yeah. So you just say, I don't know what you're talking about registering my property. I don't know what that means. Did your property cause damage to my property, yes or no? No, like you know, it's, it's, you know it's just, I just going to say everything Everything is written down on paper. Everything is on paper. Yes, but that's pretty much what it's going to be in court. He's going to be on the stand. Did your dogs bite my dogs? Did your property cause damage to my property, yes or no? Hey, was he going to lie when he knows there's witnesses taking the stand next and saying, yeah, I saw it. I saw the yeah. whole thing. So what is he going to do, go on the stand and say, okay, they're my dogs and my dogs cause damage to your dog, but I should only pay half because, um, um, um. I don't have any more money. There's nothing he can say that's going to justify he shouldn't pay for the damage his property caused. Yeah. Well, he could say he doesn't have any more money. That's all he can afford to give. Well, every month you're making a payment. Hey, hey, Mike. Yep. Uh, this is phase one. Uh, about this Janine deal and the bill, 
I think it's quite simple, like you said. But what is the difference, in your opinion, between a bill and compensation? So, for example, if, you know, we're telling Janine, you know, send him the bill, send him the bill, but wouldn't that mean that, you know, Janine offered him a service or something? Wouldn't it be more appropriate to say, uh, you need to compensate me for taking well, care of this matter for yeah, you? Yeah, sending the batch bill. Yeah, see, the thing is, is his his actions or inactions, in this case, his inability to control his dog was his inaction, but his inaction caused a financial loss to Janine. Her property was destroyed, and she had to go and get her property fixed. So that means she suffered an out-of-pocket expense because of this guy's inactions. So since Janine had to pay to get her property fixed, money actually came out of her pocket. Now he has to compensate her for her financial loss. So she sent a copy of the bill that she had to pay that shows that the money came out of her pocket. So he's compensating her for the loss now. Yeah, in in any letter to him or something, would it be wise to to basically outline it just like you said? See the bill for for what Janine did to to fix her property. Now you have to compensate me, right? That's well, what she's doing. Yeah, she's. She, I don't know how detailed, like how much spoon feeding the law she has to do. Because ignorance of the law is no excuse. Like this isn't this isn't nine thousand statutes a year. This is law. You did wrong and you know it. Nobody has to explain the law to you. Your property caused damage to my property. This is how much it costs to fix it. You pay the bill. Yeah. So right. she doesn't, she doesn't, I don't think she has to spoon feed him and explain to him what his mommy and daddy didn't teach him. That's what he can go to his free legal, his community legal clinic for. He can get yeah. free legal advice if his mommy didn't teach him the law. Yeah, man to man or man to woman, it, it's totally fine just to say, here's the bill, dude. Yeah. Pay. She, well, yeah, she said, you done me wrong. Your property caused damage. To he he had every opportunity to say, I don't know what you mean. What property? I don't know what you mean. What bill? No, he didn't do that. He offered to meet her halfway, whatever that means. Okay. Well, th th there you go. And then a couple of weeks before that, I was driving through a car park and this guy, you know, he just hit my car from the side, just... Let me compensate you. How much is it? We'll take it to the we'll take it to the um, to the panel beaters. I'll pay for the bill. So that's an honourable man. Yeah, it doesn't happen every day, but you can run into people that actually use common sense and realize they don't have to go through insurance. They don't have to phone the police. We can just go get an estimate, get it fixed. Square it all up and we're good to go. Yep. 
basically, yeah, all persons or all motor vehicle operators must report an accident. Okay, well, when I act as a motor vehicle operator, I shall report all accidents. Yeah. Until then, yeah, me and my neighbor bumped into each other with our property. We'll just fix each other's property and we're good. I thought, oh, he, he even said, oh, you can find the police or anything. I went, no, we're good. I said, you've given me a driver's license. I said, that's enough for me. Mm-hmm. He get, you know, so I took a, a photo, you know, a photo of his driver's license. He, he produces, he said, well, this is me. This is who I am. I said, well, this is me. This is who I am. This is proof of identification just on the, on the private side. So, you know, and then it was, it was all settled on the private side. Yeah, yeah, I would say the showing of each other's ID or whatever, that's kind of just to get each other's mailing addresses. Yeah, because obviously, he's saying, hold on, it's not showing who he is because he's showing you government ID. You're not showing mm-hmm. him who you are because you're showing him government ID. So it just so happens happens that the same mailing address you use is on that card. Did you CF it? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you got to NA it and put it in the box. You know, (laughs) (laughs) But I believe I am a motor vehicle operator code exempt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't I haven't CF'd my my driver's license yet. I should go and do that now, huh? Yeah. You gotta remember it's the driver's license, not my driver's license. It's a that's it. It's what'd you say? The driver's license? Yep. Oh, I can do it right now, right on the back here. Look at that. And I. I see somebody, I see somebody getting tased. What's that? I see getting someone getting tased in their future with the NA and CF. Yeah, I'm just going to... Uh... I'm just going to sign with uh, GTMB beside my name. Don't tase me, bro. (laughs) (laughs) You reckon they're going to understand that code? (laughs) You're missing the EC. EC? Yeah. Eddie Craig. Oh. The Eddie Craig School of Don't Taze Me, Bro. (laughs) Yeah, your buddy Charlie Sprinkle never got tased, did he? Oh, Charlie was awesome. I don't think he had NA on his license. <laughs> he didn't? 
He didn't even have a license. Well, well, there are people in Canada that have never had a license. 25 years. Over 25 yeah. years. Wow. And he sued Mr. and Mrs. Reagan, governor of California. Wow. Okay. And they what? They just dropped the case. They basically told them, "We give you what you want. Just drop the case. You can own the roads." So he tested it, and then he dropped the case. There's a bunch of videos by him, Charlie Sprinkle, like sprinkling, uh, you know, hemp seeds on a on a muffin. <laughs> Look him up. His demeanor is very good. Even though I thought Brendan Adams' demeanor was very good, but he just got sentenced to 40 months. Maybe would have been off better off with a misdemeanor. Yeah. Instead of this meaner. I have a question. Yeah. About uh, about eminent domain. Let's say in the United States or common law land. What has authority to? to claim eminent domain, I guess? Well, I'm not 100% sure what eminent domain is. Me neither. Uh, let's say that it's, uh, let's say that it's, uh, we'll bring it down to a local level. The North Texas Water Department uh, wants to build a water treatment plant, so they're going around to all the Farmers saying you better accept our offer or we're just going to take your property because it's for the public benefit and They didn't use the words eminent domain, but that's what the people are, you know, the the, the landowners are Immediately referring to like they can't just do the eminent domain. So I'm not sure that they've actually used that but It's kind of that same concept uh, isn't it? Well Obviously, these people don't know anything about common law, and I'm no. guessing eminent domain is purely statutory, but if somebody's going to come and say, we need to take over half of your front lawn because the public said so, then I would say, okay, find Mr. or Mrs. Public and find out what they're offering to pay me to buy my land or you mean you're just threatening and extorting to rob me okay first can i interrupt please what state is this texas, texas. but it could be any state yeah and are they doing a what are you what are you saying basically that they're doing a, a 
a water meter? No, the the water the North Texas Water Department, an agency under the state of Texas, is uh, planning uh, putting in a water treatment plant. But of course, they need land to do that, and most okay. land here in Texas or the Midwest is all pretty long-standing family land. I guess I I don't have any land, but. Um, and so the water department is, they, I think they're following proper procedure. They put out years of notices about this and offered uh, negotiations with landowners. But the ultimate end is they're going to get their way. They're, they're, they're doing that huge in most of the states right now. California is, a, is another one. Yeah. They, they claim that they end up buying the water rights. And then there's there's a lot also there in California and other states. They're putting in uh, the smart meter as far as the water and and the electric. Yeah, and and I understand Mike's point of view. For for I guess after listening to Mike and Carl and Gus and stuff, I understand that it's it's all contract offer acceptance. And oh, Mike's Mike's right on point. So I'm going to mute out, and you two can talk. Yeah. I, I basically I just wanted to know what state this was on. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, you bet. And uh, however, if a the the water company is coming to let's say my neighbor, and he's they're offering fair market value, whatever that is, for your property, and you know we've heard Carl talk about that that penny that the Dalai Lama shit out, and you know that penny to him is worth. Of dollars, and so when my neighbor comes back and says, "Well, I want six hundred thousand or whatever," or, or I don't even want to sell, I'm not moving, and then they're going to do threaten some sort of executive powers, I'm guessing, uh, to get their way, and but it will still have to be by some sort of agreement from my neighbor, right? At some point, he's going to have to cave in. Because they they can't just send out sheriffs and and take your land, right? Well, I can see if something is for the public good that you might want to help out the public, but there's really no law that states you have to give up any of your property because some government agency says it's good for the public. Um, There's no, there's nothing written in stone that says that sewage treatment plant has to go right there. That's just where they want to put it. That's where they're planning on putting it. That's where they figured they could muscle all the people out of there if they can't bribe them. But in the end, you can't tell me what color to paint my skateboard. You can't tell me that I have to sell you one of the wheels off my skateboard. It's my skateboard. Piss off. Um, There's a similar situation going on around here where... um, Just outside of town, there's a small airport. 
and there's a bunch of farmland around it. And they want to take over some of this farmland and extend the airport. And apparently, my ex, my ex common law wife's dad was telling me that he talked to a lawyer, and what the lawyer told him was first, they're going to come and they're going to offer you less than fair market value. Don't accept that offer. Then they're going to come back and they're going to offer you fair market value and don't accept that offer. And then third, they're going to come around and they're going to offer you more than fair market value. And the lawyer said, take the third one because the next time they're going to just give you what you get and take it from you. So in the statutory world, I guess that's the inside tip on how to deal with that. But realistically, if it's your property, it's your property. And they, they, they when they that, that last after the third option, if you say uh, no, and they say, and basically they'll just come in and, and force. They'll do that in the name of the public, and there won't be time for that. Let's say uh, property owner to say, whoa, 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 I want to talk to the public, right? They're just going to say, look, it's over, done with. You had your chance. Yeah, because but. Public but, says or whatever. But if you handle it properly ahead of time, it, it's a little harder for them to do that. Because yeah. realistically, it's no different than you get invited into court about a seatbelt fine. You have the option of putting your paperwork ahead of time and standing as a man going in there. So, same thing when you see what's coming. You know how to you know how to put letters out there before the shit hits the fan. Yeah, it's not like they're gonna say, "Well, this is your third and final offer, and uh, we're bringing the wrecking balls and the, the bulldozers tomorrow morning at nine. So you're gonna have a little bit of time to be getting letters back and forth. But if you let them know that you're a man and that's your property and you won't accept a penny less than this, now their legal department's going to have to deal with that. Holy fuck, we got a man here, he knows what property is, and he's not budging at all. Uh, another screw into the mix there is the water department operates on public funds. And so when, let's say, my neighbor is prepared communicating back and forth, negotiating back and forth with letters and comes to, let's say, his uh, cost or price of the property is, let's say, $10 million, even though the surrounding areas are all like a quarter million. Isn't, couldn't they say that that's like an abuse of the public service because it would be paid for by public funds? You know, wouldn't they use that against you too, even in a situation where you are prepared and you did say, well, this is what it's worth to me. But it has to go through because this is what's for the public good and we're using the public's money and the public wants us to do it. You know, there's a little bit of pressure there uh, that might be hard to deal with. Well, my guess is any public project has a frickin' huge budget. 
maybe my neighbor wants to just give you his property for 10,000. Maybe the other neighbor wants to hold out for an extra 10,000. Maybe my offer is I'll let you rent the land for 30 years. How's about that? You pay me X amount of dollars per month for 30 years. And then after 30 years, we'll renegotiate. That, that's a great idea, actually. Um, uh, also, along those lines of operating, using public funds, um, one guy sold out, or he was trying to sell his house, and he basically went to the water department and said, I can't sell it because you guys are coming in, so, so you have to buy it from me, making them liable for his loss or perceived loss that he couldn't sell because there's, you know, news of the water department coming in. And so they bought that property, but they don't even want it, actually. And it's adjacent to, to my property here, and it's sitting vacant now for about two years. And if that property was bought with public money, the water department doesn't own it, right? It's basically that property is just held in a trust, you could say. And so any member of the public could go over there and claim that property. Yeah. But they'd have to hold an open meeting or an open claim uh, forum and say, hey, I'm claiming this property. If nobody else steps up, then uh, then I get it. Right? Yeah. You would, really have to, you would really have to look at the title. You would have to do a title search. Mm, why? I would. I don't. I don't think you could do it for fun. But if you know that some fake entity called the sewage management department, whatever they call themselves, <laughs> bought it, you can call bullshit. That's not a man or a woman. No man or I, a woman. I, I agree with that, Mike. And then you well, that- just go and say hey, I'm going to take over this property. It seems to be abandoned. Nobody's using it. I have every right to it just as much as any other man or woman or squirrel. And just go uh, and I start was, living there. Start maintaining the property. Start I, saying, say, I have a vested interest in it because I've been mowing it uh, to keep the, the, lar- you know, the critters out and keep it looking nice and stuff like that. So... I haven't recorded that or given the the water department notice that I've been doing that, so I might not have any standing there yet. But uh, but like you said, well, then you can also foreclose if you, if you've done that. But also, I I I'm sorry, Mike. I would still do a title search on as far as how many liens are on that property. But yeah, if if you've done maintenance on that property. You can actually foreclose on that property and get a judgment, and you can own that property. Yes. Yeah, anyways, um, do you know any of the neighbors around the property? Uh, it's it's just me, because we're kind of on a corner, and i got 16 acres, and that other property is like 26. And then the water department has already bought, in, uh, you know, across the county road. They've, they've, they've bought up, you know, about a mile-long stretch. And there's just one guy at the very end, like a mile away, that uh, 
that's still sitting on his sitting on his property and kind of sweating it. I don't think he's communicating with the water department. He's just doing the wrong thing, which is nothing. Do you um, do you know that guy at all? Have you ever talked to that guy? Yeah, I I, I know him a little bit and I've talked to him. But, you know, he's got his own ideas. His, you know, his his wife's sister's brother-in-law's friend is a lawyer and all this stuff. So, well, still, if if you talk to the guy and get along with the guy, let him do his thing his way. You do your thing your way. But if 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 you know the guy, you could just let him know, I've been cutting the grass over there. I've been doing this. I've been doing that. I've been taking care of the place. And let him know maybe he'll be a witness for you if you need him. You can be a witness for him if he needs you. But work together. Let him do his thing. You do your thing. But he can be your witness that you've been cutting the grass. He can say... Yeah, I go by there and I see him getting the mail. I've seen him cutting the grass there before. I think one day when I went by, I stopped to talk to him. He was uh, trimming bushes and and cutting weeds out of the garden. Yeah. And then you have witness a witness. You can log all your hours and everything else. And before you see any kind when you see any kind of shit about to happen or you see any kind of notices or somebody comes and knocks on your door says something to you then you can get all your stuff together and uh you'll have your witness ready you can put your bill in for your sweat equity um or you can put an ad in the paper ahead of time put out public notice that You've claimed the abandoned property located at whatever. Any man or woman who believes they have a vested interest bring forth a verifiable claim. And if no man or woman has a claim in that property, then I guess it's yours. You gave proper notice. You claimed it. You told the world. Nobody said anything. Nobody said, oh, I own part of that. Yeah, nobody at the water department, no man or woman, is going to stand up and say, that's mine, honestly. Nope. <laughs> because hey, why, why do they want so much land? I mean, it sounds like you're speaking a huge it's, amount of land. Are they exactly, trying to do a exactly. dam or something? Exactly. Uh, that's the question. Why isn't the township, why isn't your neighbors fighting this? Well, most of them sold out. And it's big acreages of farmland. So it was only like maybe 10 people, 10 10 farmers, 10 families. And for whatever reason, they they sold out. Maybe the price was right. Uh, Why why do they want so much land? Yeah, like how big is this plant going to be? It's a huge... It's a huge plant, and I believe they're going to build a reservoir also. Well, that's what Uh, I just asked. if If they're doing like a dam or something. Yeah, so, something like that. I, I haven't read the full notice of, of exactly what they're doing, but um, it, it's it's big. You know, it's a big project, and uh, uh, like we have a big a big reservoir not too far from my house, but it's a huge chunk of it is underground. Like it's this mammoth tank buried underground, but. 
it's just like a big hill with a soccer field on top of it. So I, I don't think know why they have to buy one. Yeah, that's what they're going to do. Yeah, it's underground. But I don't see why they would need 20 farms to put a little reservoir. Like how many football fields do they think they need for a for a tank for water? Yeah, I know. It's, and I think no, this what, is, what they're probably trying to do is creating a, a dam to have electricity uh, and all that stuff. That's probably what they're doing. Yeah, but that's yeah, not. But who, that's who would want to live by that? But that's I that's sewage treatment. That's hydroelectric power generating station. Yeah, different department altogether, and that's not that's, part yeah, of that. That's apples and oranges. <clears throat> but that's if they're doing if they're going to be doing a big reservoir, they're going to create a dam somewhere, and that they're, they're probably doing it all together as a big project. You should probably look look it up and see what they're trying to do. There's probably more than one entity involved. Remember, they're probably just trying to kick people out so they can do their Agenda 21 thing and build a big greenscape. That's probably exactly it. There's future plans for some sort of colony development here. Uh, you know, this is not just some arbitrary, hey, we need a water plant. You know, there's probably 50 years of plans, and this is the, one of the steps in this area. So, just Google, Just Google something like Texas... Uh, what is it? Uh, sustainable development. Okay. And see if something comes up. I'll do that. Because, yeah, they're, they're taking a lot. It's a big footprint. And like I said, most of the farmers move, accepted the offers. Um, so it's kind of hard for the public to say, stand up and be like, hey, you know, F this, or we want this, you guys come in, then you're going to do this too, you're going to, you know, build a yeah. bunch of city parks for us and crap, because when all the people yeah, are kind of complacent, you know. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna kick all the people out, they're going to turn it into a, a national park or something, and they're going to say they're doing it to save the three-toed tree tortoise or something. <laughs> and yeah. then just no people are gonna, no people are going to be allowed there. Exactly. I don't know. Yeah, it's just interesting thinking about that abandoned property. Uh, I guess it's, it's abandoned. Um, nobody's been there. Uh, every once in a while, a real estate lady, the, the lady that works for the water department, but in the real estate division um, or property maintenance division, let's say, she shows up. She's a nice lady, but she doesn't know anything, doesn't have any authority. I've mentioned taking care of the property to her, um, and she's just like, oh, yeah, if you want, you know, uh, let me, you know, no answer, because um, she doesn't have any authority, I think. She's just sent out there to just go look at it and then mm -hmm. go back to her office, but... Uh, about that claiming thing, you said maybe put a notice in the paper, would it be honorable to actually notice the water department themselves of my intent or would that be given like too much information about what possibly well, well another, i i don't think i would say anything to them especially for a long time because think of how bad it's going to look when 
when they decide that they're going to try and throw you out of there with a court order and then you show paperwork where you're like, okay, this property is so important to you and you claim that you, you own it. You claim that this this tooth fairy owns it. But where were you for the last year and a half when I was taking care of the place? When yeah. I was sweating my bag off, when I was busting my ass, where were you? I didn't see you anywhere, not once. Not one time did you lift a shovel to do anything to this property. You didn't cut one leaf, one blade of grass, nothing. If you um, if you look up squatters' rights, it's real shit, and that's statutory. Mm-hmm. But even in the codes, they recognize that if a man goes there and takes care of the abandoned property, he has sweat equity in that property. Mm-hmm. So think about common law god created man man has dominion over the planet all men are created equal blah 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 so you're a squirrel and you found a hole in a tree and nobody was living in that hole in the tree so you and your squirrel family moved in who the fuck is going to say you caused them harm loss or injury Mm-hmm. The Department of Sewers and Gutters is going to say, oh, you ruined my life because you moved into this abandoned hole in a tree. This abandoned shack at the end of a cobblestone driveway. That so, now we all of a sudden care about. Before yeah. we didn't even care about. Yeah. yeah. Like, wouldn't... Uh, wouldn't that also, couldn't you roll that down into, let's say, foreclosed on properties that are abandoned? Just even just regular houses, right? Some people have done that. Yeah. Not foreclosed on abandoned property, but uh, just, uh, um, you know, take over, uh, file, you know, stake a claim. Yeah, especially after it's been abandoned for, you know, three months, six months. Uh, you know, go over there, start cleaning up the yard, move in, give notice, and sit on it. That can be done, but do your study on it. Every state is different. But just to let you guys know, the call is going to be soon ending. Every state is different? Yes. Common law, unless you're well, going okay. with statutes. The 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 call is going to be soon ending. Just just to let you guys know. All right. Good night, everyone. Thanks for coming. Thank you, Mike. Good night, guys. Oh, stop it. <laughs> so yeah, from. If a squirrel finds an abandoned hole in a tree and that squirrel moves in, who's going to tell that squirrel that he did another squirrel wrong? Only so, the owner. Only the owner squirrel, if he ever comes back. Yeah, but even then, he left. He abandoned it. It's gone. It's no. He he left it. He no longer owns it.
One thing the water department does have for that abandoned property is they have a uh, advertisement out for for rental. They they're trying to rent it out, but nobody's nobody wants it or nobody's interested, as far as I know. Nobody's looking at it. So yeah. that shows a little bit of interest on their part, but but not much at all. Yeah, but that's like saying Santa Claus owns this house, so pay Santa Claus the money. Yeah, well, exactly, exactly. Okay, well, I don't think Santa Claus signed his name on the bank account where this money is going. Who's the man or woman that's claiming that this tooth fairy or something owns this house? It's 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 something that makes me laugh about the bank. The quote bank is going to sell my home at an auction. Well, the bank is not the owner. The bank cannot sell something it doesn't own. Yeah. So, yeah, now this Department of Sewers and Gutters is going to claim that they can rent this property out and they can collect rent money. So now they're in the landlord business, too. Yeah. (laughs) Interesting, huh? Like, I don't know, maybe they're claiming to have some kind of real estate license. Like, I don't know what the... But yeah, it's going to be pretty hard for some fictional entity to say that you've caused them some harm, loss, or injury by moving in and taking care of the place. Yeah, especially when they are using public funds. And actually, I went I went to their website, and it's like a $2 billion a year company. So they're making profit off of the public. And so how can, how would, let's say, something like this, claiming that abandoned property, ever cause harm to basically an, an, a fictional entity getting funds from people that they're profiting from? Every payment in is a profit. You know, there there is no, there could be no harm ever. So if you went on their website, there should be information there on what they're trying to do exactly. There should be a whole plan there. Uh, yeah, probably. I mean, they they got tons of shit going on. I just went on and got some general information about the water department because I'm new here to Texas too. So I didn't know what was going on. Did you just say $2 billion a year? Yeah, that's what they claimed on their, uh, or said on their, uh, not investment page, but their returns page, revenue page, or whatever. Well, that's water payments and sewer payments and all that stuff, right? Yeah, they're like bragging about it, how rich they are. Well, they probably have to disclose that. Beatow, $2 billion a year. Yeah, what's the big deal? You know how much water costs in sewer? They probably serve a big area. Well, it's free, isn't it, when it comes from the sky? Mm -mm -mm. This is so sick. Also, on, on my property, I've got some power poles from the 
Texas New Mexico Power Corporation. And they, they've been here a long time, way before me. Um, and I looked through the agreements that the previous owner had on this property, and I couldn't find anything where he uh, made an agreement to have the poles put on the property. I don't know if there was like a zoning change or something that moved this property line in and put those poles on this property. I don't know what happened. But Paul, you got, I, a, you got a chainsaw? No, just kidding. Uh, there's probably a right away somewhere. They wouldn't just put poles there without having a right away. They they were probably installed a long time ago, uh, under agreement. You know, maybe even thirty, forty years ago. Uh, who knows? Maybe a hundred years ago. They're old, man. Maybe two hundred, right? <laughs> but the that's kind of the same thing, similar as an eminent domain. Similar, where they say, well, we have a right-of-way on your property, um, don't touch our poles, right? You know, I can't just ram into it with my tractor, because I'd be in trouble. But shouldn't shouldn't they compensate the property owner somehow for putting their property on my property? They probably have an old agreement, and it's probably, you know, grandfather then and whoever bought the land when you bought the land you accepted that i looked through the contract i didn't see it i said i'll check again and maybe look at that more in depth you, oh, know, you saw that you saw the poles there right yeah you know they don't yeah. bug me it's just Did you uh, check to see if they were paying rent if there's any rent coming or anything well i don't have an agreement but maybe the previous owner may have which might have even been a private agreement and not not rolled into his mortgage or property, you know, the the uh, details of the property. Um, and I think you said VR about water rights too. You know, big corporations come in and they buy up water rights. Well, I did notice on this property and all the surrounding ones, there's a uh, a mining company, Texas Mining that owns all the mineral rights to this property too by agreement but not from me just looked up uh, like uh cheyenne said did a title search and it was on there and that's kind of interesting how the hell they have well then if it's on there you you're you're automatically agreeing when you buy you're accepting all the conditions that yeah. exist before <laughs> they're big time buying up the water rights right now if not the past five years. Yeah, they are, really. I mean, it's a big push. Yes. For controlling all resources, actually. Yes. Or, or claiming to control them. Yes. Yeah, just think of back in the day, the gold rush and everything the people would just go and they would search around in the hills and they would find a creek or a river that had gold in it and they would just pound their stakes into the ground and they would stake their claim and then they would just go downtown and they would register their claim. Yeah, I'm Bob the prospector and I staked my claim out on yonder hill between this rock and that rock and those two trees. I'm going to be out there panning gold on my claim. And he just claimed a chunk of land. This is mine. I have the right of use of this chunk of land. It's mine. 
I'll do as I wish on this chunk of land. And the, the reason for registering it was now the government knows who has a right to be there and who to protect. So if or a bunch of bandits... Or who to tax. So if a bunch of armed bandits come and try and run me off my claim, the posse knows who to protect and who the bandits are that have to leave. That's a very interesting point you said, because after a couple years of no activity, about a year and a half of no activity on that abandoned property, a survey company showed up, and they started putting in stakes in the ground, outlining that that property and all the other water department property. So they weren't just singly doing that that one abandoned place. They, they did everything, but... They, and I went out and talked to them. I was like, hey, you know, are you guys working for the county or, you know, and they said, no, this is water department business, you know, we're working for the water department. And I asked them why they were doing it, you know, what is, you know, what's happening. And they were like, oh, we don't know. You know, we just get contracted to come out and do our job. So they're staking some claims, it seems, <laughs> or at least maybe some fictional claims. They, maybe they're staking rainbows into the ground, but, you know, they're still out there. Okay, I think we only have 10 minutes until Mike's call. Oh, they were surveying and measuring. What's that, Br? They were surveying and measuring and marking. Yeah, the survey, uh, engineering survey company came out doing elevations, property lines. Um, basically that's it. So I should go out and put my own stakes in there. Take theirs out and put mine in. There you go. <laughs> I say you put some stakes on the barbie and they invite us for a barbecue. Uh, okay, that sounds good at our new house, our free property. But it's not free, actually. There ain't nothing easy about a claim. I'll invite you out. You can go mow it. I'm done with that. Just bring a whole bunch of goats. <laughs> All right, everyone. I'm gonna go think about stuff. So, I'll uh, I'll see you on Skype or see you here next week. All right. Thanks for calling in again. You bet. Thanks for your help, Mike. Thanks for your yeah, input, no Art and Sam. Okay, take care. Have a good night. Night. What, did everybody hang up? Yep. I hung up. Yes.
I guess you're surprised and I'm going to come on, Mike. You guess May surprise? What? Oh, it's a good show tonight, Mike. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Hope you learned something. Even though you wanted to uh, beat my ass at one time because of V-Tile, I'm going to go after V-Tile from now on. You deserve everything you get and more. Yeah, and so do you. I don't get anything. I guess I deserve nothing. Well, you're going to get it from now on. I'm a married man. Man and woman. Here we go. But no, Mike, it was a good call. No dead air. I wish more people would have spoken in. You had a lot of people in the call. I think they were afraid to call in because of the tile. Hey, don't blame me. I came in in the end. You talk about the callers like they're all gone. Oh, yeah. actually, you know what? They're still on. <laughs> Thank you. Anybody have a question? I, I end up having a drop call. That's three times now tonight. Call is still being recorded. Anybody, and you only have probably 10 minutes yet. Anybody else? Said 10 minutes, five minutes ago. Oh, well, whatever. You you didn't get disconnected. Mike disconnected you three times. (laughs) Okay. Tennessee, Illinois, Georgia, Traveler. Do you have a question? Yeah, I'm still working on my Zap app where I can tase people through the chat board. Oh, stop it. You zap me. <laughs> I would like you to to zap him. <laughs> okay, any more law? Questions, common law questions. Um, we did um, jurisdiction. We did void orders. What else can we cover? We didn't do void orders. Mike kind of covered them. No, he said not again. <laughs> oh, okay. So then he didn't. Okay, then, Vital, can we go back to your case, then, if nobody else has a call? Oh, so now you can use me when you're stuck, huh? So, Mike, any more news on on, uh, Mark's uh, little adventure there? Mike had an adventure? Yeah, I'm not sure if there's any new news or not. Um... Yeah, I don't think I got any updates. He was on the call earlier. But he had a lot of background noise. 
Well, you mean he was on this call earlier? Yeah, he was on when I first came on, wasn't he? Uh, we were talking about we we're talking about the clerk and the homosexual marriage. Yeah, I don't I don't think he talked about his uh his thing. Yeah, someone did come on with a lot of background noise, yes. Yeah, that was Mark. Said he was at the bar, I think. Dedicated to call in from the bar. Like the bar association? The bar association. Or like the beer bar. So Mark, what is Mark? Mark from um, Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.